Excellent. It is three minutes and 15 seconds after the hour of five in this, the month of April in the year of our Lord, 2009. Thank you for coming along and making a part of your listening day. We are live from the plushly appointed and flawlessly executed studios of Rock 101 KUFO. And good morning to you. It is uh, Thursday. It's 503-733-2970. 503-733-2970. If you would like to join us today, telephonically speaking. And I know you would. Uh, so uh, before we do anything else, I should say that coming up uh, an hour from now, 56 minutes from now, uh, we will be, uh, I was going to say gathering our rosebuds, but that is not only weird sounding, but wrong. What does um, that even mean? I don't know. Uh, but uh, coming up next hour, uh, we will begin uh, endeavoring to. Uh, now I just keep going back to gathering rosebuds. Um, the uh, the Sleep Country uh, Foster Kids Pajama Bowl is coming up uh, a week from this Sunday. Uh, that is coming up Sunday, the twenty sixth. Uh, so Sarah Dillon will be endeavoring to get uh, four people to join her a bowling team. I, of course, because Rick Emerson cares. Well, here's the thing. You'll be at Britney Spears. <laughs> I will be out of town. I will be in Las Vegas. Uh, but here, I will not only be recruiting four listeners to bowl on the team, I'll actually be recruiting five. One of them will sort of be a proxy Emerson. One of them will be, be sort of a uh, like an Emerson twice removed. So that's coming up in an hour. We will uh, start doing that. We'll have more details uh, on the uh, Sleep Country Foster Kids Pajama Bowl. Uh, but we'll be recruiting folks starting in one hour. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, so for uh, $101, you can get yourself a spot on the uh, on the team, either Sarah's team or my team. And then Sunday, the 26th, uh, everybody goes uh, to Big Al's in Vancouver. The actual bowling event happens, and the proceeds benefit uh, the Trillium Family Services Center right here in Portland. And just real quickly about that, I will say that this year, so the team that has the most overall points, everybody on the team will actually win a Simmons Beauty Rest Mattress. That's right. In your face, everybody who's not on the team with the most points. Really? That team is going to be the Emerson team. And the thing is, I won't even have to be there. I'll be in Las Vegas. So it's the best of all no, worlds. That's, no, that needs to be another deal part. Like, if you're not even there bowling, then if you if your team wins, I get your mattress. Or fit the mattress. Yep. All right. Um... Well, we'll have uh, more details on that here in uh, in just a skosh. You can also see those details at rickemerson.com, ladies and gentlemen. All right, it is uh, 503-733-2970. If you would uh, like to join us today with your comments, questions, clarifications, kvetches, ruminations, ponderings, amusements, whatever it is you might have, 503-733-2970. Greg Nibbler of the Nablonians is standing by, ready, willing, and able to pass along your observations about the interesting, the groundbreaking, the tedious, the mundane, or whatever it is you might have on this uh, Thursday. It's 503-733-2970. Coming up today from the Willamette Week, Kelly Clark will be in the studio today. Uh, we will also have Mr. Skin from MrSkin.com. Chris Paddock will be here for Lost in 408. And uh, we have CNN Radio correspondent Amanda Moyer joining us from the CNN Center in Atlanta. Also, Jim Roop is going to be joining us from Los Angeles, where the Octomom is, yes, trying to trademark the word Octomom. So. That's all coming up. Uh, the Sleep Country Foster Kids Pajama Bowl. We will begin recruiting uh, listeners for our teams next hour. That happens in the 6 a.m. hour. And we are going to be playing the new Green Day, Know Your Enemy, which I've heard. Uh, I heard it uh, once on the way in today. Uh, so I heard Adam playing that. 
on the overnight, I don't know, about I don't know, 90 minutes ago, two hours ago, something like that. So the uh, the new Green Day is coming up. We will premiere that on the, the show here in just a uh, short while. And you'll hear that uh, throughout the day right here on Rock 101, KUFO. Plus today, a final pair of tickets uh, uh, for, actually not a final pair, but I think we're heading we're heading into the home stretch. I think we've just got a couple pair of these tickets uh, left for Queensryche this Saturday at the Roseland. And, of course, entry for a winner and a guest to a private listener-only KUFO performance with Queensryche earlier in the day. Sponsored by Miller Lite. It's all very exciting. It's an action-packed program, and we haven't even begun. It's 503-733-2970. You can email. It is rick at uh, rickemerson.com. Rick at rickemerson.com. Sarah at kufo.com. Tim at kufo.com. Or nibbler at kufo.com. Tim Riley is working for the, on the uh, following stories for your edification on this Thursday. So it's a big Fox News pep rally across the nation. As they, their windbag commentators and nutty right-wing politicians, create an uproar with America's scared white trash. Thousands show up at these teabag rallies throughout the Northwest, protesting things that they really don't know what they're protesting. By the way, nobody's asking why Fox News didn't organize the uh, dopey white unwashed during the first Bush bailouts, are they? Meanwhile, the Blazers are holding a rally at Pioneer Courthouse Square at noontime. It has nothing to do with any of this. Mayor Adams is pushing for a government-owned 600-room hotel at the convention center. Leverage is now being filmed in downtown Portland. You probably saw the commotion. Also, another film uh, being done over on the coast. It's an indie film. Nadia Shulman, as you heard, wants to trademark the name Octomom. Don't you dare call you something Octomom. She'll come after you. The son claims Mel Gibson has been caught smooching a 24-year-old Russian pop singer. Could she be his new special girl? Hulk Hogan goes into damage control after happily imaging himself, just like O.J., and a team is stabbed to death by a Los Angeles woman in a wheelchair of the meanest kind. Wow. Okay, then. So, uh, by the way, I saw that uh, Hulk Hogan article. I think, I don't know if I printed that out or not, but it sounds it's like you've got somewhere. the... Do you've, is this where he says that he totally gets O.J. Simpson's yeah. rage? That's a... This is like that, um... I don't even know what it's like. I was going to say this is like that, and then I was going to insert a particular Hollywood story, but really it's like any number of things where you would imagine that they just have people around them through whom they filter all those comments so that things like that don't end up in the uh, in the popular press. So, woe to you, Hulk Hogan. So uh, we will have all, all of those stories, plus your phone calls, plus uh, Jim Roop, plus Amanda Moyer, plus Kelly Clark, plus Queen's Right tickets, plus the new Green Day, plus the Sleep Country uh, Foster Kids Pajama Bowl extravaganza, for which we begin recruiting uh, in the next hour. So that is all coming up. We're joined today, as always, by the lovely and talented Sarah Dillon. Hello, how are you today? Hello, I'm doing well. All right. Last night was last night, so I'm always doing well the day after last. That's right. Now, wait, are you being sarcastic? No. You really are doing It's not like a... This no, is the thing you got to bed way too late. No, no, no. Well, I mean, I found out that I think I need to go to bed a little bit later than I have been. Because I end up taking like a three-hour nap in the afternoon, like two-hour nap. So I have to kind of segment my sleep a little bit more. So I went to bed like 11 last night. I took like an, a 90-minute nap, which I find is... That's the thing I try not to do uh, very frequently because, A, I, mean, I don't know about y'all, but if I take a nap of any length... I mean, it's fine if it's on the weekend, but if it's during the the uh, the week and I take a nap, I'm just completely useless afterward. I mean, I just uh, I get up and I'm just absolutely I'm just in a stupor, and I never and I, you should be rested, and I guess I am physically, but I just never get any sort of mental acuity back. My mental sharpness is just gone. It's just uh, it, it, and so I just sort of and I can kind of feign that I am together and focused and intelligent for the rest of the day, but it really is just feigning it. It's sort of like a method acting thing, where I can kind of remember the last time that I sort of had all my thoughts together and I just act like that. But it's not really, uh, it's not really like I'm truly awake. Oh, I see a look. I love it because I've made a pattern of like going home, taking a nap, then get up and then, um, go to the gym with my friend Heather. And so that will 
like re-wake me back up. And then after that, then I'll take my shower and it's like the second part of the day. Well, I get that thing too where if you are ever, I mean, if you're if fatigued at all or if you're looking at, I mean, if you're, or if you're, you know, if, if maybe you haven't gotten enough rest or you're just feeling a little bit out of it and then everything is filtered through this sort of surrealist prism. So I was trying to watch, I mean, I did watch Anderson Cooper last night, but I was sort of trying to watch coverage of these, boy, it was just like goon town. Uh, like downtown and Pioneer Courthouse Square. Yeah. I saw part of it and then Paddock. Uh, it's <laughs> like they tricked in half of Gresham. <laughs> Paddock no, left no, me. No, Gresham is a fine place for many fine people. Live. Well, it was. I mean, Gresham was. In this, it was an especially fine place yesterday because, like, the lower five percentile were all uh, downtown. I mean, it was just like. I mean, they had not five teeth among them. It was let's unbelievable. Find some fancy eating place after this. It was so, so bad. Let's go womp up a mess of vittles. Uh, so Paddock uh, left me a voicemail yesterday, Chris Paddock. And he said, hey, by the way, I'm downtown with a friend of mine. We're uh, having uh, dinner. Boy, it's just, uh, it's just a sea of unwashed humanity out here. And sure enough, it was. So I actually did. I was in a different part of town, but I actually kind of wound through downtown just to sort of take a gander at it. And it was just, I, I mean, it was just a sea of just pasty, uh, just not terribly um well done. Uh, it's the Fox News demographic. Let's call them what they are. <laughs> but I'm trying to find exactly, I'm trying to isolate exactly what aspect of it it was that struck me as so unbelievably dull. And I don't mean dull like in the uninteresting sense, because believe me, it was interesting. Uh, it, but I mean dull in the sense of that just sort of blunted off. Just a very, it was just a very sort of, um, it was a very sort of gray uh, kind of vibe happening, by which I mean... Th- like, there wasn't really anything that seemed all that interesting about it. It really was like, it was like you'd taken kind of an interesting protest or like uh, something that, I don't know, had some sort of uh, vibrancy to it and kind of left it out in the sun for five or six years until just everything that might have been remotely unique uh, was bleached away. Well, usually they'd be out stealing copper wire <laughs> that is, if they were gathering in protest. That is true. Um so before we do anything else, I will uh, I will uh, say that I've got two fantastic audio clips. One of which I guess is from a couple days ago. You told me that this aired. I get this Anderson Cooper clip yeah. was from maybe I don't know maybe earlier in the week, maybe like uh, two three days ago. And then I got another one from Keith Oberman uh, that we'll play later on. So uh, it's five zero three seven three three two nine seventy. Ladies and gentlemen, let us uh, begin uh, today as we often do by going to Tim Riley at the news desk. <laughs> In the news with Tim Riley. So uh, it says here millions of people across the U.S. got involved in this yesterday. Here in Oregon, there was a big rally in the state capitol in Salem, about uh, two or 3,000 people. Uh, among those is uh, Janet Mulder, who's 69, from Drain. Heard about the from protest. where? Drain. <laughs> D-R-A-I-N. Okay. Mm-hmm. She heard about the protest on her radio where she listens to Sean Hannity, Glenn Beck, and all the rest. Uh, let's see, there are about 20 such rallies across the state. Participants in Salem held signs and flags, and at least one pitchfork, uh, and uh, one said Hitler was a socialist. And a vegetarian, Tim. And let's a vegetarian. Let's not forget that. The worst kind. So, uh, across this uh, country, let's see here. Hang on a minute. Will I get rid of this? Across this country. Okay, this is not any fun for me. Would you like me to... Uh... Uh, no, I'm all set. Okay, so we have... One of our favorite commentators who hasn't gotten any attention in quite some time, Michael Reagan, yeah. saying what a wonderful day this is. This is great. My father would be so proud that these people showed up to talk about something he talked about for years and, as you say, used it as a launching pad for his own career. 
the reduction of taxes and giving more money to the people of this state and to this nation. He would be awfully proud of him, and he would be awfully angry at what these people, Fox News and others, are being called by Homeland Security. Ronald Reagan hated you, Michael. <laughs> My mouth is filled with excess saliva. Every time I talk, it sounds as though there is saliva pouring out of my mouth. The, and please tell me that that was not a Michael Reagan groupie shouting in the background. That was. There. I mean, it's sort of a, being a Michael Reagan groupie is, I mean, it's even less sexy than being like a Wilford Brimley uh, groupie because he's just, and here's the thing about Michael Reagan. You see him, and not only does it look like he is constantly having to dab uh, spit out of the corners of his mouth because it sort of builds up there while he talks, he's got that Alfred Hitchcock thing where it just sounds as though he can't quite get rid of the intramouth moisture uh, you know, fast enough. But he also has that, what is that, uh, The it's like the um, those gin blossom things going on, almost as though he spends every night time to drink himself into some stupor. And in that stupor, Ronald Reagan actually loves him. I mean, I'm just saying, this is just my opinion. I'm sorry, here's Tim Riley. So anyway, this is actually a, in case you haven't figured out, Fox News promotion. So uh, some of the people had some crazy things the to say. The message is very simple. We want to reform the tax code, make oh, wow. it simple, make it fair, and then we want government to quit spending money that that it belongs to our grandkids. They're running the printing press, and you don't have to know anything more than eighth grade civics and math to realize if they print $1.2 trillion, throw it in the economy, that means the money that we've worked hard for is worth less. I'm also unclear. Is he, does he want his no, own money or his grandkids' money? I can't tell. I know. You know, let your grandkids get a job and earn their own money, friend. Why don't you? I, here's, here's what I'm tired of. I don't need people worrying about their children, their grand, their children's children, their children. You know, if, if you want to say, uh, you know, you're worried about the, the money right now for like, you know, I don't know, me, that's fine. Uh, I don't care about your grandchildren. I don't care about uh, the grandchildren of my own family. They can, they can fix that themselves. So anyway, uh, so CNN decided, well, they've got to report on it anyway. It is kind of a news story, even though it's a Fox thing. Lincoln believed that people had the right to share in the fruits of their own labor and that government should not take it. And we have clearly gotten to that point. Wait, uh, wait. Will, did you, you know, that, you did you know that the state of Lincoln gets $50 billion out of CNN. these stimulus? That's $50 billion for this state, sir. Ma'am, 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 I... I, I, can you stop this, sir? Hold on. Okay, well, Kira, we'll move on over here. Wow. I think you get Owned. the general tenor of this. Uh, it's anti-government, anti-CNN, since this is highly promoted by the right-wing conservative network, Fox. And since I can't really hear much more, and I think uh, this is not Someone's really family viewing, toss it back to you, Kira. Wow, who was that? Somebody from CNN. I, don't so know. That, so, I like her, whoever that was. Yeah. So, so Kira Phillips uh, So Kira Phillips is the one who was anchoring it. Yeah. But then they had somebody out, because uh, I didn't recognize uh, the voice, whoever that was. So Anderson Cooper wasn't on last night, which is strange, because I, uh, I watched uh, Anderson Cooper, uh, I think, both feeds, because some every now and again, they won't just recycle that East Coast feed. They'll send the new one down. And he wasn't there for either of them. And in fact... It was almost like they were making a conscious decision not to talk about this because it was just nothing but that pirate story all hour long. Because I guess the the crew of that ship that got attacked by the pirates and the guy got uh, taken hostage, they sort of returned back uh, to you know whatever their home port here in America is or whatever, and they were just covering that the whole time. And they were they had they were live on the scene as the guys were all getting off the ship, which was you know just fine. But there was just no coverage of this, and it was almost like they were going out of their way to make sure that there there was in fact no. Uh, but but I do have this so. 
I guess this is from maybe a day or so ago, but I, it's new to me. And uh, so this is Anderson Cooper talking to David Gergen and Ali Velshi. And this is on CNN, and they're talking about this is when this protest yesterday was still upcoming. They're talking about I get the theory that the Republicans, I guess, need to sort of realign themselves after being um, is so hosed in the last election. And this worked great for them, really. Yeah. ...is well below him, uh, but the Republicans are a little below that. So Republicans have got away. They still haven't found their voice, Anderson. They're still... They're, they, this happens to a minority party after it's lost a couple of bad elections, but they're searching for their voice. It's hard to talk when you're teabagging. Uh, David Gergen. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. I give you Anderson Cooper. Let's just one more. The it's hard to talk when you're teabagging. Uh, David Gergen, appreciate it very much. <laughs> Ellie Velshi as well. Thanks very much. Uh, just ahead. The best part, by the way, is the camera. It, they're doing that uh, th- that split screen thing where they have Ali Velshi and then Anderson Cooper in the middle, and then on the right is David Gergen. And so when Anderson Cooper says that thing about it's hard to talk when you're teabagging, there's just the slightest fraction of a pause there and then Gergen and Ali Velshi are just it's that thing where you can tell in their heads don't laugh don't laugh don't laugh don't laugh and they're just doing like with nuclear force are they keeping their mouths closed as you can tell especially with Gergen that he knows that if he just lets himself relax for even a moment uh, that he's going to react to it on camera one more time this happens to a minority party after it's lost a couple of bad elections but they're searching for their voice it's hard to talk when you're teabagging there you go that's uh that's just uh, that's just Amazing. true is what it is. I yes. mean, that's just that's just factual. All right, here's Tim Riley. So uh, let's move on to some other things. Uh, six people are in court to face numerous federal charges. The group was accused of trying to break into commercial properties in Portland as well as Beverly Hills. I don't know why. The suspects made off with identification of the personal information they used to make fake driver's licenses and other forms of ID to steal from victims' bank accounts and run up those credit cards. Meanwhile, three people have been arrested and nearly $100,000 in stolen items recovered from a robbery at former Blazer star Cliff Robinson's home. They arrested 28-year-old Alan Gleghorn and Eric Young and 34-year-old Emily Jane Komet, all on burglary charges. The homes of all the suspects were searched, as well as officials seizing hundreds of items, including two off-road vehicles, wow, a motorcycle, a custom-made bowling ball, and countless other things. I'm just back on that woman that you were just talking about. Uh, they were trying to burgle places in Portland and Beverly Hills. Yeah. And that, I was, that seems like a weird combination. It does. It seems like you're covering maybe not both ends of the spectrum, but certainly different sections of the spectrum. But I was pondering uh, sort of the, the way that names are handed out in this country and how there's Portland, which is a perfectly fine name, Beverly Hills, perfectly fine name, and then back on whoever that woman was from Drain. Yeah. Uh, that's a uh, Jane Mulder. She's sixty-nine. And you got I mean, just she listens to Sean Hannity and Glenn Beck all the time. Well, of course, because and sometimes Lars quote when he's not too over the top because they're tellers of uh, because they're tellers of truth, Tim. They are. I'm just just living in a place like Drain. I mean, it's like we always it's sort of if you name your kids no something. Socialists are coming for Drain next. I know it's at the top of their list, <laughs> but it's like, but if you give look, let me just say this because if you give your daughter. If your daughter has a, a, like a, a, like an S sound in her name, but it's it's accomplished with a Z, she's just going to become a stripper. I mean, that's just the way that's the way of it. So any uh, you know uh, any series of names are going to send your kids down a particular life path. But so it seems to be with certain towns as well. I mean, really, how are you supposed to look anybody in the eye and say I'm uh, I'm from Drain, uh, and then try to feel good about yourself? Well, I'm from Zigzag. <laughs> After it's lost a couple of bad elections, but they're searching for their voice. It's hard to talk when you're teabagging. 
Uh, it's 503-733-2970. Just ahead, CNN radio correspondent Amanda Moyer. There's uh, more on this lunacy that happened yesterday. Oh, I didn't even, so I didn't even tell you about the sign that Paddock saw somebody waving yesterday in Pioneer Courthouse Square. He what was me, it? Is I'll it tell coming you, up? I'll tell you after this, Tim. That's what I Thank thought. you so much for enabling that tease. Uh, also, CNN radio correspondent James Roop, Kelly Clark from the Willamette Week. And uh, coming up in the 6 o'clock hour, Sleep Country, pajama, uh, Foster Kids Pajama Bowl. Sarah and I will be uh, recruiting folks to be on our team for that. Plus, the new Green Day. It's the Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101, KUFO. He also played Santa Claus in a production that we had in our basement. This is the Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101 KUFO. It's the Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101 KUFO. Good morning to you. It is Thursday. Coming up uh, later on the day, CNN Radio correspondent James Roop will join us. We also got the brand new Green Day uh, song, Know Your Enemy, from 21st Century Breakdown. We'll be playing that uh, later on in the program. We've also got a pair of tickets to see Queensryche this Saturday at the Roseland. And this pen is leaking. Oh, for the love is of that God. your new one that you got yesterday? No, it's not a new one. See, no, because they no longer... No, but I don't have a new one because uh, I haven't settled on a new pen to replace the one that they discontinued. Mm. And so I've got this... God bless Dave Zinn uh, at the front desk, but he... He gave me this box of pens that he thought was going to be a good replacement pen because he knows that I'm very particular about my writing implements. And it's not that it's bad. It's just not really for me that the point isn't fine enough. But that's not really even the issue. The issue right now is that it's... I don't know if it's leaking or if it just... Um, if it's just got too thick of a, you know, like a, a flow or whatever, mm-hmm. th- because it's done that thing where it's just put big splotches of ink on my legal oh, pad. Oh, that's annoying. See, I drag my hand when I write, too, so that happens. I can't use, like, really inky pens. That's what happens if you're a lefty, too. Is that really? Yeah. And you have a hard time with the left wing because you have to turn them the other way. Because yeah, you're dragging your hand right. across what you just wrote. I never thought about that. Yes. That is a particular problem faced by the left-handed. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, Barack well, Obama's left-handed also. There, but for the grace of God, go I. Let's welcome now to the uh, Rick Emerson Show from the CNN Radio Center in Atlanta. Amanda Moyer joining us now. Hello, Amanda. How are you today? Good morning. I'm great. How are you? I am. Well, I got this pen issue going on. Here's the other thing about this pen, if I can just vent for a moment. Uh, two things. One, I don't know if, you're, if you have any sort of a particular preference for your writing tools. Is there a particular pen of which you're fond? It's not really about the pen itself. I like blue ink better than black ink. Now, is there a reason? See, I would think, though, that as a journalist, you would prefer uh, black ink because it's very because it's symbolic. It's a very sort of uh, cut and dried, yes or no, binary uh, kind of uh, proposition, right? Where it's uh, something is either black or it's white. Something is either wrong or it's correct. It is either, uh, uh, you know, it is either factual or it is inaccurate. Well, I didn't put that much thought into it, but uh, I, I just like the blue ink better. By the way, the best thing about your sort of subtle understatement here is how it makes me look even crazier than I normally do. Well done, Amanda. Uh, just so it's it's got the two things going on. One is I think there's actually some sort of a leak in here, and so I've got these kind of. It looks as though I'm turning my legal pad into like, like a psychiatrist Rorschach here, and also if you get a ballpoint pen where it, it where the uh, the line is very thick, if it kind of flows very heavily, then. It takes forever for the ink to dry, and so then, as Tim was noting, if you just if you even brush it lightly with your hand, then the whole thing just turns into a pollock right in front of you, and it's just uh, it's no good. I'm gonna put this down and quit obsessing about it, and we're done. All right. Hey, how many? Uh, what is the, an actual real estimate of how many people uh, turned out for these tea thing 
uh, yesterday because it, depending on who you listen to, it's either uh, a few people that happen to shove their way in front of cameras somewhere or it was like, you know, everybody on Earth. Well, I think all of the different demonstrations were different. There were several hundred of them around the country, but some of the some of the in particular rallies had thousands of people. The one in Atlanta did have thousands of people who came out to attend. Uh, some of them were, but some of them were very small. Others were big. It just depended on the city. Although uh, they they were very loud, and I say that because um, a lot of people dressed up actually in 18th century style wigs and clothes. They dumped crates marked T and into bodies of water such as the one in Boston, there was one in Chicago, and uh, then others, depending on where you were, they carried signs and just made a lot of noise. Well, so was it like there was a guy, so you're saying there was like, I don't know, some guy in like what the, the powdered like Federalist Papers wig uh, with a big crate of chamomile that he's uh, kicking into the river somewhere? Absolutely. You would think that that would be, uh, what do you call it, illegal because you're littering. You know, you would think so, but uh, I guess when there's that many people and you're dumping uh, big crates of tea, it's doesn't really matter, I guess. I it seems, seems like the very fabric of our society is breaking down as we watch, Amanda. It seems like there is no structure left in this country. And heading back to the 1700s. Did, did this, uh, I don't know if this was the case sort of in Atlanta, but here, in, and this is uh, not just this protest yesterday, but in Portland, the dynamic happens where there is the, let's say, the 60% of the crowd that is at any sort of uh, the gathering or, uh, I'm not saying an uprising, but a protest or people are sort of, you know, they're all assembled in one place to make their feelings known about whatever. And you got like, I don't know, like five, six out of every ten people that are there for that actual cause. And then there's just this sort of protesting pilot fish, just the people on the periphery that sort of float around from one section of the city to another, waiting to see if somebody else is protesting something so that they can then bring their pet cause into the fray. So like every time there would be an anti-war protest here, then you would see the guy in the unicycle with a Dr. Seuss hat who's talking about how he wants to legalize weed or something. And I don't know if any of that was, from your perspective, was everybody who gathered for this yesterday focused on taxes, bailout, or did it sort of spread out to the uh, the fringe element? I didn't see a lot of the fringe element, but I know exactly what you're saying, and I think there were people who were very passionate about it. But then I think there were other people who just wanted to see what was going on, try to figure out what it was about. People just really wanted to be spectators, too. And uh, I guess this is the well, so this is the second one of these they've done. This is one in February, and then there was one uh, yesterday. So is this going to be like a, a thing that about every 90 days gets uh, gets recycled by whatever group is sort of pushing this? It could be. And, can, and since this second wave was a lot bigger than the ones in February, I, I am hearing that a lot of them are going to try to hold these rallies in July around Independence Day. So uh, we might be seeing an even bigger amount then, depending on how much uh, they get out of this. I'm just going to make this one observation. This is uh, not said from a place of, uh, I don't know, from this is not, this statement is not made from any place on the ideological spectrum. I'm simply saying, as an observer and as somebody who appreciates uh, you know, a well-planned public spectacle, it does seem like maybe tea isn't really the beverage that's going to motivate the average American. I mean, I, like, I'm second to no one in my love of caffeine. But really, I just I don't really know that that fires up the uh, the the American uh, imagination. I was thinking they really ought to do. I mean, doesn't it seem like there ought to be some sort of beer protest or uh, maybe at least a uh, I don't know, like Yoo-Hoo or something. <laughs> Yoo-Hoo. I'm just saying. I it just tea doesn't seem like a very powerful symbol of anything at this point, except sort of uh, sitting with your pinky extended while you drink. But you know what do I know? All right, Amanda Moyer at the uh, CNN Center in uh, Atlanta. Thank you so much, Amanda. We'll talk to you soon. My pleasure. All right, there you go, Amanda Moyer, ladies and gentlemen.
So I didn't save the voicemail, unfortunately. It was one of those things where I meant to save it, and then just out of habit, I just, seven, gone. Because, uh, like Sarah, I have this obsession with keeping my... phobia. Well, it's just got to be empty. I can't... It's got to be a blank slate. I uh, I can't abide oh, voicemails just sitting there. I wouldn't be phobic about it. I mean, I want it to be empty. So I I had this voicemail from Paddock, who was downtown uh, last night having a dinner with uh, a friend of his, and he said he was driving th- uh, past Pioneer Courthouse Square, and so I did not see this sign myself. This is conveyed to me by Chris Paddock, but I have no doubt that it was true. Um, he said that when he drove by Pioneer Courthouse Square, that there was somebody holding a sign that said, I'm quoting now, the sign said, if OJ can get away with murder, why not Obama? Hmm. Which really, I think, sums up the, uh, and we didn't play, we didn't, we, we got a late start today, so we didn't have our opening, uh, show clip, but I did have that scene from Blazing Saddles all queued up where it's just the idiot townspeople all together and they have, what is it, a Har- Harriet Johnson or whatever, which is, we the white god fearing citizens of Rock Ridge wicks to express our extreme displeasure at your choice of sheriff or whatever. That did really seem to be the demographic from which we were drawing yesterday in parts of our fair city. There's no shortage of them. No, no, there isn't, Tim. We'll do this around the corner. More news from Tim Riley coming up later on. And we will have the brand new Green Day single, Know Your Enemy, from 21st Century Breakdown. Sarah and I will be recruiting folks to bowl on our Sleep Country uh, Foster Kids Pajama Bowl teams as well. That is coming up in the 6 a.m. hour, plus Jim Roop and Kelly Clark from the Willamette Week. It's the Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101 KUFO. The Rick Emerson Show returns. Roads, where we're going, we don't need This is Rock 101 KUFO. It is the Rick Emerson Radio Show. It's Rock 101 KUFO. To the mellifluous strains of Rose Tattoo, we continue here. It's 503-733-2970. 503-733-2970. Don't forget, uh, coming up in the 6 a.m. hour... Uh, Sarah and I will be recruiting uh, listeners to be on our respective Sleep Country Foster Kids Pajama Bowl teams. Yeah, your respective, exactly, because I'm going to actually be playing. And you, what are you going to be doing? Going to I'm Britney gonna be, Spears? I'm going to be playing Blackjack. Dude, if you win a new mattress, you are giving that to me because that is not fair. Because all you get to do is like go and have a free lunch on CBS, and I have to sit there and sweat and bowl in like ugly pajamas that you're going to pick out for me. You really make it sound appealing, Sarah. <laughs> sweat, <laughs> it's fun. Sweat and bowl in ugly pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the main points of this promotion. I know, well, Rick Bobby's... It says you're right on the copy point sheet. It says it on the sheet. one sheet that we're giving to clients. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Rick bought me some cute pajamas last year, but it was really, really hot. Remember during this well, time Well, it's because you're exerting yourself. Uh, in ter- because Here's the thing. With my bowling strain. Is that it, well, it becomes a thing... It's a thing that that you shouldn't even be like ultra competitive about in the sense that you take it personally i mean obviously you want to win and it's you know and i mean regardless of whether you win all you know you know from our perspective everything goes to uh, you know trillium family services which is great and it really is a legitimately it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a fantastic organization because there's you know families and kids who are they're at risk or they're uh, in situations where they can't necessarily get uh, some of the mental health services they need so it is really a great thing but like above and beyond that I just get into this weird, like, it's almost good that I'm not going to be there in some ways, because I get into this strange, hyper-competitive thing, like I do at Trivia Nights, uh, or if I, or if, like, there's somebody in the kitchen who's doing a crossword puzzle, uh, you know, and they'll say, what's a five-letter word for, and then within 30 seconds, I have pushed them to the side, and I'm just hunched over the crossword puzzle with a pen in my hand. Yeah, you did get a little weird about bowling last year, I remember. Is it because I just, it, it, the, I have no middle gear there. I just go from being totally indifferent to then... Uh, 
Like, I get kind of Richie Bristol about it, where I just get very uh, aggro. But mm-hmm. the point is, here's the thing, is that so great is the power of, of the Rick Emerson uh, bowling spirit that even from a distance, even while I am in uh, Las Vegas, the Rick Emerson uh, bowling team for the Sleep Country pajama, uh, Foster Kids Pajama Bowl, we will... Uh, we will be victorious. And the thing is so... Well, Rick, yeah, I don't think you know this about you, but for the past two years, I've been on the Media Bowling League, and we've been to the finals uh, the past two years. I'm just saying. So you managed to meet... The, you, you were victorious over the uh, over the, the mighty... Uh, the mighty other media... The media people, media folks are really good, and the they're going to be... The team that was kissing or there whatever. There going to be a lot of other media folks bowling, too. So, I mean, so that like means a lot to me, because I'm used to playing against other media folks. Whatever. Which means I'm used to the competition, whereas you are not. You're just a little baby. Uh, you know, all right. We're gonna save the uh, we're gonna save the trash talk because I can see this descending into ugliness right now. Okay, you just enjoy your lunch there, Chachi. You know what? I'm gonna find you the worst pajamas that have ever been made. <laughs> oh, don't even start. I'm gonna find pajamas don't that were e- so poorly made, not even Kathy Lee Gifford would endorse them. You know what? I'm going to get you the ones that I was going to get you last year until I felt like I should be nice. You know, I bought Where's you some pajamas from China. You know, I. These are pajamas that just make your junk fall off. Have some fun. You know, but I'm going to find you paper-thin, shiny ones. I bought you decent pajamas last year, you, uh, you damn woman. I actually went... I could have purchased you pajamas that were hideous. I don't even mean revealing. I mean bad. Uh, and I did not do that. I bought you pajamas that were totally and completely I respectable. I bought you fantastic pajamas as well. Whatever. All right. So next hour, uh, we will begin assembling our respective teams. And don't forget, the team that assembles the most overall points this year at the Sleep Country Foster Kids Pajama Bowl, uh, every member of that team will win a brand new Simmons Beautyrest mattress. So I demand right now that if you have bowling skills, if you are, in fact, an exceptional bowler... You can go ahead and uh, call for my team. No, but... well, This is Tim Riley at the news desk, ladies and gentlemen. In the News with Tim Riley. Well, we have all kinds of things to tell you about. There's going to be a Rip City Rally at Pioneer Square today. This is for people who want to rip things. Actually, this is for the Blazers. They're holding a rally at Pioneer Courthouse Square from noon to three, so you can give the team a send-off to celebrate the Blazers' first playoff appearance since 2003. So this isn't going to have... Fox News uh, protesters. This is going to have uh, music contest giveaways and video entertainment. The entire Trailblazers team and the coaching staff will be there at 2. And they're also going to sell uh, tickets. Less than 2,000 are available. Which is, I got a bunch of, uh, I got a bunch of emails about this last night. It is, it is, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty big deal. I think Lisa Wood actually sent me, mm-hmm. like, it was an all caps text message about it. It was just a lot of like, you know, woot, we rule. And uh, people are really, really into the Blazers. Well, it's so go down there and uh, rip for Rip City. It is. The Blazers are sort of like, I mean, it is it is that it is a slightly less advanced case of what you get if you live in, let's say, Utah, where you just see like with the Utah Jazz, you would see the dream come within reach every single year. And then God would cruelly snatch it away from you and hand it to uh, at least when I was living there, he would hand it to uh, Michael Jordan and company. And it was like and it was always just close enough that it's like they could almost haste uh, the championship. And then something would go wrong. Uh, and, you know, Carl Malone would drop something or like John Stockton would run into a run into a post or something by mistake. And then it would just everything would implode. And and it's that thing of having it just come tantalizingly close and then vanish uh, just uh, like so much mist in the wind. So uh, this is why everybody's uh, just is getting so unbelievably cranked up about it at this point. So anyway, we'll have uh, more about that. Here's Tim Riley. 
So uh, Fox News organized uh, these little hee-haw conventions for scared white people all over the country. And we had one here. And uh, I don't have any sound from here, but we have uh, a couple of these uh, protesters. Our government's now a complete slave driver. And um, I want to see us try to get the government, uh, uh, get the people off the government plantation. Wow. That is. Are you kidding me? No, you want me to play them again? Yes. Here's a scared white fella, and uh, he, he must be a Sean Hannity fan, and he loves the Fox News, so here he is. Whoops. Our government's now a complete slave driver, and um, I want to see us try to get the government, uh, uh, get the people off the government plantation. I don't think that word means what he thinks it means. Uh, he, he's been told that by his, uh, well, you know, let's just, uh, without... Th- things that uh, cater to the over 65 demographic. And never forget. It's hard to talk when you're teabagging. Or as uh, Keith Oberman would say, Fox News can't keep its uh, mouth shut about teabagging. Which is really true. I mean, there's just no getting around that fact. Here's Tim Riley. So there you go. Protest against the government because they're taking all your money. But nobody was protesting during the last administration with the first bailout. You notice that? I did. And I noticed, by the way, just any number of. Let's let Texas uh, succeed from this country. We'll be all better off. And take some of those southern states with you. We don't need I mean, maybe it should be sort of a... uh, I mean, we always joke about how there are certain locales in the world where just, as Sam Kinison once said, you know, nothing grows in this. It's sand. So uh, we're going to give you like a a month where we're going to send free U-Hauls. So just grab all your crap and you're going to move to like Montana. And I think we ought to do... uh, We should do sort of an opposite uh, of that where we just throw open, uh, you know, the borders of Texas... I would say, look, uh, if you're if you're on this, uh, you know, the, the, the federal government is what did he call it? He said the, the government plantation, the government plantation. Really? So, I mean, if you're that guy, the government's now a complete slave driver. And um, I want to see us try to get the government, uh, uh, get the people off the government plantation. You know, if you're that guy or anybody in that guy's uh, immediate crazy family, you can just move to Texas and then we'll just put up some sort of a uh, some sort of a barrier. You know, maybe not. All, I mean, maybe not completely impenetrable. You know, maybe maybe a barrier with some sort of like a windows or maybe mesh section so we can go by and just look in occasionally and see how things are going. And then, you know, we'll give everybody like a month. You know, and I think the rest of the country, I think I speak for everybody here when I say that probably the rest of this fading republic would probably chip in for the travel expenses, uh, you know, and just whatever it costs, man. I mean, I don't care. I would pay any uh, amount of tax. I would pay a 90 percent tax rate next year if it would all go into some sort of a pot where you get those guys. And you know what? We let them move to wherever it is they want to move uh, where they're going to be happier. So, you know, and it's always lots of sand and no trees and and dead grass. That's right, Tim. Double wides. We'll do uh, one more here and then we will uh, proceed to uh, uh, to the sleep country foster kids pajama bowl recruitment on the other side of this. Well, it's beginning to look like our new national epidemic is crimes by women in wheelchairs. We talked about the woman accused of exchanging sex for drugs locally. Well, now a teenager has been stabbed to death by a woman in a wheelchair. She took this one step further. But this is I don't a, think she took anything one step anywhere. Tim. That's true. But this is a cruel Los Angeles woman in a wheelchair. A 15-year-old girl was stabbed to death by a woman in a wheelchair, possibly twice her age. It was a fight over a man. Really? Yes, really. Who won? I'm unclear. <laughs> I, I'm really, I'm not, I'm not even really uh, positive who the victor was. The victim was, oh, okay. Oh, well, God. She, is she, this one of those things that we oh, didn't no. pre-read and now she it's... She did not live. She was killed by the woman in a wheelchair. Well, that, I guess that was, that was really my point, though, is they're fighting over, first of all, how old is the woman in a wheelchair? Let's see here. Please tell me she's like 80. And this, they were fighting over the same guy. She's about 30 years old. And the girl is 15. Are they, is this like mm-hmm. mom mom and daughter? We don't know that. All right. And they're fighting over a guy. Mm-hmm. 
Do they have a picture of the man they're fighting over? They do not. Nope. It's not like they don't. There's no because it it would be like you know it's that thing on Springer where it's just the, you know the two women and not like there are always any great prizes. But it's just the guy they're fighting over is always – it's like a real-life depiction of, uh, you know, of the slack-jawed yokel. Mm. So they're fighting over the guy. The wheelchair woman stabs this younger woman who is now who, – who is dead. Dead. And the wheelchair woman has now been taken into custody. Yes. Don't you want to know the mechanics of this, though? I mean, I'm not trying to make light of the situation, but Jim I mean – No, it's a California story. We'll uh, have to ask him. But, uh, but it's uh, – it seems like – You'd have to get close. Enough. I mean, look, unless the wheelchair was like rocket powered or something, why couldn't you just walk to the other side of the room? I mean, I'm not I'm really I'm not trying to be flip about it. I'm just sort of I'm curious about that. Well, you have I mean, to plan ahead for these things, I guess. Well, unless maybe she was like on a it was like on a downhill slope or something, because then the advantage is wheelchair. I oh, would could say have been a duel and she did not win. But I think dueling. But was, it was but it wasn't a shooting, right? It was with a knife. It was a stabbing. I don't think I mean, dueling with somebody in a wheelchair with knives. It seems like, again, advantages. I would say that in well, night. Maybe she's a little more accomplished than the woman without the wheelchair. Well, I would say that at, at this point, that's certainly true. It seems like any sort of a uh, mano a mano face off uh, between legs and wheels, advantage is legs almost always. So, uh, you know, but what do I know? Unless the woman who wasn't in a wheelchair, unless she was like on crutches or something. Let's not think about this anymore. Right. It's the Rick Emerson Show. It's Rock 101 KUFO. Still to come, we have the new Green Day single, Know Your Enemy from 21st Century Breakdown. And we'll talk more about the Sleep Country Foster Kids Pajama Bowl. It's the Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101 KUFO. Rick Emerson. Oh, oops, there he's niched. The Rick Emerson Show returns. This is Rock 101 KUFO. It's the Rick Emerson Show. It's Rock 101 KUFO. It is Thursday morning, and good morning to ye. It's 503-733-2970. 503-733-2970. Uh, still to come this hour, we have the brand-new Green Day single, Know Your Enemy, from 21st Century Breakdown. We've got that coming up later on today, giving away a pair of tickets to see Queensryche this Saturday. But now, ladies and gentlemen, now, 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 ladies and gentlemen... Now is the time for you to call 503-733-2970. The Sleep Country Pajama Bowl uh, is coming up. The Sleep Country Foster Kids Pajama Bowl happens a week from this Sunday, April 26th is when that happens, at Big Al's in Vancouver. So, and just I, I just want to say at the outset, by the way, uh, we do this every year, but Rick Emerson has uh, an added burden this year, But it, you know, it, 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 which is fine. I can shoulder this weight. Oh, yes, it's oh so because hard. Because the depth of my caring uh, for children and for people and for all humanity is such that, uh, you know, it, it's like uh, it's like the extra uh, struggle isn't even there for me, Sarah. So, uh, so profound. What is your extra struggle? The fact that you're going to be in Vegas for days? Or the I fact that you get to get... see Britney Spears? Or the fact that you get a free catered lunch from CBS? You know, I have to wear my pajamas to said free catered lunch. Incidentally, and there's going to be but photographs you're not, there, There's nothing strenuous. You're not a team player. Everyone else is going to be there. We're all going to be bowling together as a team. What, you're going to sit there and shovel your face full of food with your team? You know, I'll be Twittering uh, relentlessly from Las Vegas uh, so that I can encourage the... Uh, my, did you already uh, Twitter today? No. Yes. You did? Maybe. What did you... Did you... Are you trying to find people? 
For the yes. on the internets, <gasps> you bastard! I'm not. There's no rule that says we can't uh, use. Okay, the, then I'm putting something up right now too. This is. I, I sent a thing out that, that I'm not ashamed of using technology, Sarah. There's no reason we. Uh, one need not limit oneself to the phone or to the radio broadcast when it comes to children. So because you have to get four people uh, to be on your sleep country team, I, however, must get five. Yes, because, we're all doing an activity together. You have to get five. What to just sit around a table and eat? No, because here not see, but you're, that's a that's a complete misrepresentation of what's happening here because the five people are going to go bowl because one of them is is effectively taking uh, my slot because I will not be uh, in town. So am I buying pajamas for them? No, 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 no. They're all bringing their... No, I think you were only getting pajamas uh, for me and I'm getting pajamas for you. So there's... I have to get uh, 25% more people than you is my point. Uh, you have to get four. I have to get five. But that's okay. You don't hear me complaining. No, it's 20% more. No, no, no. I think it's 20... No, it's 25% more because there's four... You're getting four. I'm getting five. That I'd isn't like to mess with you. I think that's twenty five percent more. Never mind. It doesn't. You're trying to distract me. The point is, uh, slots are one hundred and one dollars. So for one hundred and one dollars, uh, you can join uh, my uh, Sleep Country Foster my Kids Pajama Bowl team. Country, but team. mainly mine is what you want to. No, join. see what you want to do is, do you want to sit and like watch Rick like chew with his mouth open? They get the- to, you know, you're completely misrepresenting that as well. This is just one uh, incorrect framing after you know another. What? I'm just today. saying, like, it's always more fun to have an experience with someone, and if and if you're on my team, you'd get to like bowl the entire time. Plus, as I was saying before, championship. We we won the championship uh, last year this year not so much you but know we but, made it to the finals. you know you won the championship but you're the only person from that team that's going to be on this on this team it's true but i was a team player right, well, i you know what i did i showed up for my bowling game this is like getting some guy who was like a fifth string player from the chicago bulls uh, to come uh you know like speak to your kids uh, like little league team or something under the theory that he's somehow going to pass along a spark of the magic uh, it i'm is the a- carl weathers of bowling it's 503-733-2970, so it is $101. And 100% of the proceeds are donated to local foster care organizations. KUFO has chosen a Trillium Family Services uh, as its charity, so $101. Which is so perfect for us because it, uh, you know, it helps people get proper mental health. Mental health, Sarah. <laughs> uh, and we're insane. So uh, that is happening a week from this Sunday, and so it happens at the Big Al's Bowling. There are four people plus Sarah on her team. Uh, my team is uh, is five people. And, of course, the team that has the most overall points this year, uh, every member of that team uh, will win a Simmons Beautyrest uh, mattress. So since you are not playing on the bowling team, do you get a chance to have a mattress? Well, I, I would say that in America, everybody should no, have a chance for someone, a mattress, Sarah. No, because if someone's bowling for you and they're playing you on the bowling team, if they won, they'd get your mattress, right? Oh, I see. So this is the uh, – so this is the – because the – and as Rick Emerson – Blah blah blah. Like so, whoever it is on the team that is that is in my stead. That That's the only way I won't throw. Yeah, that I won't be too upset if you. That win. you won't be bitter. That you won't be bitter at my inevitable victory. Dude, I totally. Yeah, I I would love a new mattress. <laughs> uh, hello, hi. You're on the uh, Rick Emerson show, sir, or madam, is the case maybe. Morning, Rick. Hello. Hey, you know, in uh, in order to, uh, to to make a better chance for Sarah to be able to, uh, uh, to to win the mattress, I signed up to be on Rick's team. I don't understand. Oh, is this because you have a a lack of bowling ability? Uh, well, that's one way of putting it. Yeah. See, Sarah, this is a good news, bad news call. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so what is your what is your name, sir? Uh, this is John from Gresham. Hello, John. How are you today? How's life in Gresham? Satisfying. It is, it is sunny and absolutely beautiful out here. Is it really? 
What did I lie to you? I, I who's what you're from? I don't Gresham. think the who's sun's up yet. Is the sun up? I don't really know because we're locked in a windowless uh, hovel. Gr- Gresham down. has a different sun, and it's better than ours. <laughs> <laughs> is it on loan from Tannisborn? Yes. Really? Is the air filled with a scent of lavender and jasmine, and there are peacocks roaming the street? Um, no, it's more like gunpowder and. Uh... Excellent. So it's like uh, it's like Oregon's tombstone. Uh, well, okay. Well, th- first of all, uh, thank you. I mean, that, with all sincerity, thank you uh, so much. So, uh, this now, have you? Are you an experienced bowler? I mean, is it is it a thing you do a lot, but you're bad at it, or do you just not bowl much? Uh, I don't bowl much. Maybe a couple yes. times a year. You know, but see, but you know what? But thank you for being so kind to donate your money to the children and oh, and and actually show up for the bowling and, event and also to. Look, you know, I I don't see anybody calling up and saying, no, 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 it's all Sarah I'm really looking, Dillon. I'm really looking forward to meeting John from Gresham, who's going to actually be there at the event. I'm saying Rick Emerson has shown that he can motivate people uh, to care for, uh, you know, some of uh, some of those folks who maybe need a, a little assistance, Sarah. Mm-hmm. That is the kind of giving and nurturing vibe you that emanates so much, from me. Gonna, you're going to be uh, watching Britney Spears shake her cakes. I already tickets. The tickets were like $170. I already bought my Britney Spears tickets. Yes, show the children you, you want to care for them by um, watching Britney Spears have a mental breakdown on stage. You know, Britney Spears herself is childlike in many ways. So I don't... I'm sorry, John, I forgot you were there. Uh, so... <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate all, all the money uh, that we are raising uh, goes to uh, the Trillium Family Services. Uh, and Trillium Family Services does provide uh, mental health services, and they provide a lot of counseling to uh, families and to parents of kids that are at risk and, and maybe don't have the resources that are available. So in all seriousness, I, I want to thank you uh, for that. So that leaves for uh, my team. So there are four slots left on Rick Emerson's Sleep Country Foster Kids Pajama Bowl Bowling Team. Four slots. So we both have four slots now. Yes. I mean, here's the, you know, the thing is because it's like, so great is the reach of me, uh, Rick Emerson, that it's like, I almost started with, it's sort of a handicap really, where it's like, I had, you know. Well, now I'm getting freaked out. What if nobody wants to be on my team? Oh, I wouldn't worry about that. Mm. Well, now, you, now you've got kind of a double handicap because you've got me as the, uh, as the anchor point for your team, Rick. All right. No, I'm, I'm sure you'll get calls any second. <laughs> All right. John, thank you so much. I, uh, I'm going to uh, hand you back to our good friend, uh, Greg Nibbler. Thank you. I appreciate it. And don't forget, if anybody wants more information on this, you go to KUFO.com. You click on the Pajama Bowl link, uh, and that will uh, take you uh, right to the place. You get all the information about the uh, the uh, Sleep Country Foster Kids Pajama Bowl, which is coming up. I should ask this. When is the last time you were bowling, sir? Last time I was bowling was uh, about a month ago. <gasps> Well, I would say that, you know, that's that's pretty recently. I mean, that's I have to say, that, you know, here's the thing. Also, on the helping uh, the children tip, I am actually helping the children in a strange way. It is better uh, that I am not actually bowling. Oh, how's that? Because I'm a terrible bowler. OK. And because everybody on the team really, uh, you know, uh, everybody on the team will benefit by not by me not being there. But you know what? At least everyone on the team will show a little more spirit by actually showing up to the you event. You know, uh, look, uh, the photographs of you bowling are going to be you're flanked by a thousand other people in pajamas, whereas I'm going to be at some uh, restaurant. What eating? With eating in my pajamas. Pajamas picked out by you. And don't regardless, s- you're still getting food. Don't think I don't see the evil glint in your eyes. By the way. All right, John, thank you, my friend. Uh, you have our sincerest thanks. I'm going to put you back on hold, and Greg Nilber will, will, uh, will speak with you. Thanks. Thank you, sir. There you go. That's, uh, that's John and Gresham. Okay. All right. Well, then, since you decided that you wanted to Twitter about it, I decided to as well. And your Twitter says what? I'll read you mine. Do you want to hear mine? I'll be on it. Right, well, let's see. It says... Oh, mine uh, just says, join my team. Let's see. 
Mine's, uh, uh, I uh, type this as uh, the time is now. Uh, call 503-733-2970. Join my Sleep Country Foster Kids Pajama Bowl team and not Sarah's. Uh, <gasps> 101. Uh, dot, well, look, everybody. I can see yours right now. $100 even gets you a slot. That's, that's exactly what it does, Sarah. So there you go. And yours says what? Because I got my thing. I don't have the my, my page isn't coming up for some reason. Oh. Uh, mine says, join my Sleep Country Pajama Bowling team. Call 503-733-2970 and bid $101 to be on my team and help kids. And then it has a Rick hates kids, just so you know. I just feel like they, should, they need to know. They need to know. Thanks so much. I appreciate that. Tim Riley's working on the following headlines on this Thursday morning. Well, Fox News organizers put together these hee-haw conventions for scared white people involving teabags nationwide. American Airlines will charge the obese for two seats. Meanwhile, it could have been one of those lazy passengers who urinated on another passenger right next to them on an airline. A man stabs his brother over pork and beans. Domino's employees make a gross video. The Sun claims Will Gibson has been caught smooching a 24-year-old Russian pop singer. Could this be his new special girl? The Blazers hold a rally at Pioneer Courthouse Square at noontime, and a bulletproof vest saves a Vancouver cop in a shooting last night. Is That that was the thing that happened, and there was just cop cars everywhere, I yeah. guess. Uh, we have an email we'll read later on. It's from a listener who actually was just down the street from where that happened. This so. was the 7500 block of Delaware Lane in the Coombe. That's it. All right, it's 503-733-2970. Still to come this hour, CNN Radio correspondent James Roop. Uh, later on, Kelly Clark from the Willamette Week, uh, lost in 408. And we continue to uh, recruit listeners to be on Sarah's team or my team uh, for the Sleep Country Foster Kids Pajama Bowl. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it is that time. We have... Uh, I haven't heard this yet. I'm excited. I heard it actually... I heard it a couple hours ago. Um, I heard it at three. You heard, Did you hear the world premiere? I did. Adam, the uh, DJ, was playing it. It's uh, it's quite something. And the, the advance world on a 21st Century Breakdown, which is the new Green Day record, is really strong. There's a great article in Q Magazine that came out. And, I mean, it's just... Because I was such a huge fan of American Idiot. I mean, it was just... Just, uh, just one of the one of the best things I just heard in forever. So, ladies and gentlemen, without uh, further ado, exclusively on Rock 101 KUFO, we present, not the world premiere, but the premiere on this show of the brand new Green Day single, Know Your Enemy. The Rick Emerson Show. And it's just waiting for instructions from its creator before actually spawning. The Rick Emerson Show returns. It is the Rick Emerson Show. It's Rock 101 KUFO. It is Thursday morning, and good morning to you. It is uh, 503-733-2970. 503-733-2970. So just played the new Green Day single, Know Your Enemy, from 21st Century Breakdown, exclusively on Rock 101 KUFO. That is coming up again uh, later on uh, this morning. So be listening. I guess uh, in just a moment we have an update from Greg Nibbler uh, about the Sleep Country Foster Kids Pajama Bowl uh, recruitment. So undoubtedly someone else joining Team Emerson yeah, for the win. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, and we'll get Jim Roop in like five seconds. You damn woman. I saw your Twitter thing about this. What this Twitter is- thing? What Twitter thing? It says... Uh, Are you serious? Jo- <laughs> you you sound more like a lady than I do. I'm sorry. Should I do it in Larry King style? <laughs> yeah. You know I love polygrip. Whoever invented that deserves a Nobel Prize. Ashton Kutcher can bite me. Uh, Sarah Dillon says, this is Sarah's uh, uh, Twitter tweet thing, whatever it is you call it, entry. Uh, this is the thing you just sent out. Sarah Dillon says, join my Sleep Country Pajama Bowl team. Call 503-733-2970 and bid $101 to be in my team and help kids. Yeah, see, that was like perfectly Okay, and then it, it says, decent. it says, help kids, and then it, period. Rick hates kids, just so you know. Thanks so much. Which I thought you were joking about, by the way, but 
Glad to see that you actually put that up. Thanks so much. I, I, you know what? I just feel like maybe the people should know. All right. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, remember um, the bicycle challenge, which we can talk about later? I don't remember that. I do. Let's go to Los Angeles, shall we? CNN radio correspondent James Roop joining us. Hello, sir. How are you today? Morning. I'm fine. Thank you. Uh, Hey, would you like to hear some of the things that uh, Larry King has been Twittering about? (laughs) Yeah. I swear to you, I'm... Oh, I bet you it's really not... Larry doing it, but go ahead. I hadn't really thought about that. Is that no? He was on his show talking about his his Twitter account. But I mean, but I, but do you think that he talks about that the way that Hillary Clinton talked about writing a book? But really, it was just some uh, you know somebody chained to a desk in a back room. It was like it takes a village. To, don't hit me, Larry. I can't see him doing that. I the, here's the only reason. I, here's what I can see Larry King doing. I can see Larry King being told by people or staffers or the folks around him, like, no, 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 Larry, uh, everybody loves Twitter. Or, more likely, here's the chain of events. Larry King sees something in the news or he hears something at a water cooler or wherever it is. He's, uh, you know, he's hanging on the craft services table uh, looking for a bagel. And he hears somebody talking about Twitter. And he's sort of, you know, somebody walks by like a stagehand or somebody goes, Casey, uh, come here for a second. I have a question. Uh, what is... Uh, what is uh, 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 twitting? What, what what is that? And he says, uh, Larry, it's, you probably don't need to worry about it. It's uh, you know, it's just it's a thing that you know a lot of lot of you know a lot a lot of media people uh, do it. But I, is Katie Couric doing it? <laughs> yes, Larry. I do, but you don't need to. Well, get. I want to know. T- teach me how to twit right now, Larry. You really don't. You know, I'll ruin you. And so then they get Larry King in a room, and I'm imagining a lot of people trying to talk him out of doing it. And then he picks up like his BlackBerry or his 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 jitterbug or whatever his phone is, and I see him sending like maybe maybe one and a half Twitter messages before finally just saying, "I don't understand this. Get me an egg cream." And then he just sort of stalks away. But in the meantime, CNN, a fine network, has put something up on their website advertising the fact that Larry King will now be twittering. So now they've got to do it. They're pot committed, as they say in poker. But Larry King himself has stalked away angrily, deciding it's too complex for him and a waste of time. So now they got to get some intern who sits there and just pounds out these Twitter messages all day. So I think you could both be right that he wanted to do it, but now uh, there's just some Larry King cover band. It's uh, like how Perez Hilton doesn't write any of his own articles anymore. Is that true? Yeah. I didn't know Well, that. allegedly. But... Oh. Um, was that re- but is that what you heard? Yeah, it's been reported. Yeah, he doesn't. He's just... Too busy being a fame. He's just being it? being a brand. Yeah, just being a brand. So, wow. he, so allegedly, his other people write all this stuff. Uh, let's see. So this is uh, from uh, the Larry King uh, Twitter feed. Now, keep in mind, this is yesterday. So I'm sure he's got lots of stuff uh, since uh, this was uh, you know printed out. Let's see. Larry King says, "Okay, I swear to God, I'm not making it easy. I'll just read some of these randomly." Larry King says, uh, ten hours ago, is Krispy Kreme still popular?" And it's sort of unclear whether he's actually looking for an answer to this question or if it's like a rhetorical sort of look how I am observing the culture sort of a thing. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else do we have here? The one business that always does well in this economy is the funeral parlor. Then, does anyone still play Pinochle? Yes, actually, I do. <laughs> I, it, uh, the pinochle is uh, pinochle. Like game, man. It is, but I mean, isn't that quintessentially the thing that Larry King would ask about? Like, he wouldn't say he wouldn't talk about poker or bridge or go fish. If you ask me right now, what is the card game that Larry King would Twitter about? I'd say pinochle. Or it's cri- like he's writing a comedy routine for Carrot Top, you know? Exactly. The, I would also, by the way, have accepted not a card game, but I would have accepted Larry King twittering about cribbage. Cribbage would also have worked. Yes. So, all right. Do they? Does CNN? Are they? Uh, do they lean on you guys about getting like a Twitter account thing? 
Nobody's leaned on me for anything, sir. Right. I'm just saying. I just I wonder if that's a thing that you're asked about. If you know, if somebody what... leaned on me, I would take one step forward. In this, in this era of uh, you all right. <laughs> in this era of monetizing the uh, the new media and and so forth. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of making oneself into a a brand, so the so what's her name? The nutcase Atomom. So hey, you she... know, I got to applaud her for this one. Now, for a while, she tried to ignore this thing. She tried to refuse it. And it's about time she's embracing it because if she can trademark that thing and stick it on a line of diapers or clothing or an entertainment company, I mean, she's set. Right. You know, there's a Texas company, though, trying to trying to uh, trademark Octomom also because they have an iPhone game they want to start releasing where you press the belly and babies come out. Now, so, is it – what, really? Yeah, it's, it's some Texas company. They want the, They want the name, too. So she's filed – um, trademark applications with the uh, she wants two, one for entertainment, one for uh, clothing. Um, she's filed two applications, and this Texas company's filed an application. Well, you know, hey, it is, it is America, so that is uh, it is. You know, and, and depending upon how you spell it, she wants Octomom with a capital M, and I don't know how they want to spell it, but I say whatever. When you write Octomom, do you? And I sound like Larry King. When you write Octomom, do you use a hyphen? I don't. No, I don't. Either. No, see, I mean, I don't know if that makes any difference when you're uh, trademarking it, but I, is, is there going to be any sort of, do you suppose it's going to be an issue that she, I don't know if she actually actively publicly criticized this, but it, she at least didn't it, sort of embrace it, right? Because she no, said she, she actually said when she was negotiating with this company for this reality show that she doesn't want the name Octomom associated with it. Yeah. She's trying to distance herself from it. Uh, shake it loose, but she hasn't been able to shake that name loose since she gave birth in January. See, so, so if I was this company in Texas, that's immediately what I would do. I would just send a she tape. She doesn't of, want it. Yeah, just she, says, she it. doesn't want it. And then, yeah. unless it's a thing where she's trying to trademark it so people can't use it, which is like how people, you know, they'll get some domain name or whatever. Nah, she's you know. she reportedly wants to stick it on, you know, clothing and diapers. Yeah. Well, it seems like if anybody has a claim on this, it's the uh, the Simpsons because the Simpsons were way the Simpsons were way ahead of the curve on the uh, on the uh, you know the the mom unexpectedly having the eight kids in the uh, famous uh, Simpsons episode eight misbehaving, uh, which is when the uh, Apu and his wife uh, have the uh, have the uh, the octuplets and the I saw something. What maybe a week, two weeks ago, something like this, where they were talking about how they were examining kind of the cottage industries that spring up around any sort of small media phenomenon like the Octomom. Where, as you said, there's like the iPhone uh, applications that immediately, which is great because it does, I, and I know this sounds corny, but it is kind of the spirit of American capitalism, right? Where yeah. a guy's watching CNN and he goes, hey, a woman just had eight kids. What can we sell with that? Uh, iPhone, waffle iron, what do we got here? Uh, ironing board. No, 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 iPhone, great. Get me an application. And uh, that's kind of what this country's all about. Uh, hey, I mean, I'm, I, I'm all for it. And I, I like I said, I, I, I applaud her for finally doing something positive. <laughs> you know, to me, this is a positive venture. If she can trademark this thing and start making her own money with it, then we're not responsible for her anymore. Well, and then she can do the, you know, then she can uh, talk about how she can leverage this into a sort of an excuse for the fact that she is constantly on camera because she can say, look, as much as I can pump up the Octomom brand, it brings in revenue, thus helps to support the kids, keeps me off the public dole. There you go. All right. Excellent. All right. Jim Roop, as always, a pleasure. Are you on tomorrow, sir? Oh, yeah. All right. We will talk to you then. Have a fantastic day, my friend. And you. Uh, there you go. That's uh, uh, Jim Roop in Los Angeles. This says, Rick, I awoke to the pleasant sounds of Sarah X. Dillon, and then you, I heard Sarah say... Uh, Wait, hold on. I'm trying to read this. It says, it says, if I win, I get your mattress. No, it's the... No, see...
You won't get no. it's not my mattress. Oh. It's not like I'm not giving you my it's not Rick Emerson's mattress as such. That's just disturbing. This is so this is he I guess he was just sort of uh, not entirely awake and it was so it was even more confusing. He said, "I awoke to the pleasant sense of Sarex Dillon and then I heard you saying to her if uh if you win you get the, my my, yeah, my mattress or I guess it was you asking if you get my mattress." It says after one, no mattress. <laughs> after wonderment as to why Sarah would want your current mattress that you currently share with your wife, uh, I then heard it's that the uh, uh, members of the winning team will each win a brand new Simmons Beautyrest mattress, and it all made sense. And the ugly thoughts are leaving my head. That's my God. Yeah, those are dirty, evil thoughts. Yeah, be like hey. winning the Octo Mom's mattress. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate that. Oh. Sure to pass that along to uh to the to, I'll be sure to pass it along to Mrs. Emerson when I get home. Uh, hello, hi, you're on the Rick Emerson show, uh, sir, madam, as the case may be. It's a, uh, it's a, a madam. Hello, hello <laughs> miss. How are you? Right. How are you today? I'm good. How about you? I am uh, fantabulous, especially because you are undoubtedly calling to join uh, the team of me, Rick Emerson. Uh, actually, no, I was calling to uh, join the team of Sarah. <gasps> Is this because yes! you're trying to win my mattress? Yeah, your marital mattress. That's what I want in my house. <laughs> What's your name? Kathleen. Kathleen. All right. So this Thank is uh, uh, Team it? Estrogen. So, the, so this is. Uh, I demand that you call yourselves Team Estrogen and that you have shirts made uh, to that effect. Oh, perhaps. That you wear. What are you going to call your team, made. Rick? Oh, wait. You're not going to be there. You know, I don't have anything to say. Are you going to call? But are you going to name your lunch team? I was trying to come up with a witty rejoinder there, and I had nothing. Uh, so this is. Uh, so oh, we're going to have fun, Kathleen. This oh, is. Oh, I know. <laughs> the Sleep Country Foster Kids Pajama Bowl. So, uh, first of all, so thank you uh, so much. We appreciate it. And I mean that uh, with absolute honesty and sincerity. Uh, it comes up a week from this Sunday, April 26th. And uh, the proceeds are benefiting uh, Trillium Family Services, which provides uh, mental health services, counseling, and so forth through families and kids uh, who are at risk and who don't have some of these. See, that's not true. That's not what Twitter says. Just because Twitter says it doesn't mean... Look, Larry King says that nobody's eating a Krispy Kreme anymore, Sarah. Is that true? That's I right. Believe, I believe both Larry King and Twitter. In any event. Uh, so, Kathleen, well, uh, thank you uh, so much. Do you have your... Now, do you have a pair of pajamas that you will be wearing uh, to this? Are you going to go buy something uh, special for the bowling? I don't know, because it seems like I should wear something that's been pressed and laundered, so... Um... Yeah, I might. I don't know. I don't know what exactly I'm going to do. And a word of advice, like, probably go lighter. The lighter, the better, because with a lot of people in their bowling at the same time, it, it tends to get a little warm. FYI, I learned that last year. Well, yeah. there's there's a, well, there's a lot of, I mean, people are really exerting themselves in their quest to be uh, number one and to help children. So may, it uh, it does become a uh, it does become a bit of a workout, yeah. May I um, uh, add a little bit of a tidbit of, of uh, news here? My... Um, husband john from gresham i don't know if you know that's his whole name that's, but uh he um is going to be on rick's team oh wait a minute so this is i uh, this is fantastic I like what i'm hearing so this is like this is like a james carville mary madeline uh sort of a thing shaping up here. in many ways that's wonderful so now it is so there's now uh one uh for my team and there's uh, one for sarah's team uh and so uh oh, now, it's on. now we're looking at <laughs> That's right, Sarah. It is on. All right, excellent. Uh, Kathleen, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate it. I'm going to put you back on hold and make sure that Greg has all your information. You're welcome. Uh, so in all honesty, thank you so much. We appreciate it. There you go. That is Kathleen. Don't forget, you can find out uh, more about this at KUFO.com if you're interested in participating. And you know, and, and really, for that matter, you can, uh, you can form your own team or you can uh, make a donation. Or if you want to come watch the Pajama Bowl, 
when it happens, if you want to come uh, see us uh, bowling. Yeah, a lot and of taking... people came and just hang out, hung out last year and drank beer and just, you know, chatted. It and it's fun. a cool place. I mean, mm-hmm. Big Al's a pretty, a pretty fantastic place regardless. Uh, so you can find that more at KUFO.com. The Sleep Country Pajama Bowl takes place Sunday, uh, April 26th at Big Al's in Vancouver, benefiting Trillium Family Services. And uh, slots available on Sarah's team and, more importantly, my team. For oh yes, that's so important. And one dollars. Okay, can we just do one last thing on the how much you love children? Mm-hmm. Um, so I got an email from Seamus. I don't know if you remember um, when you were supposed to bike to help the um, mentally challenged last year, where all you would have to do is basically just ride your bike to work. And this was when we were riding, you know, coming into work at a reasonable hour. I don't remember. Uh, so Seamus actually like kind of stir- stirred my memory, and he's like, "Remember how much Rick cared for the Special Olympics? He won't bike for the needy people. He won't bowl for the needy people. He might sit in his pajamas and eat and complain while doing it to help them. Ooh, such a giver. People should be on your team out of sheer principle. You biked when Rick wouldn't. You bowl when Rick won't. Which of the two on the show truly care? I, I am going uh, to lunch for the children, Sarah, and <gasps> I... Th- and I think that really, the, I'm sure that that's, that's I heard quite you many, uh, oh, sorry, cured many of those challenge people last year, so therefore they don't need your help anymore. Yes, let's we just, donated so much money, Rick. Let's just do this now, and uh, maybe when we come back, there'll be innumerable more Twitter postings slandering my person. I hate you guys. It's the uh, Rick Emerson Show. It's Rock 101 at KUFO. Stay right there. Rick Emerson Show returns. And I cannot tell you how many times somebody will be walking by and they go, Whoa! This is Rock 101 KUFO. Wow, I wish somebody would uh, come and put me out of my misery. Uh, is it crazy in, right in here or is it just me? Wait, it's just me. It's both. It's the Rick Emerson Show. It's Rock 101 KUFO. I'm going to pull up a chair if it's all the same to y'all. Hold on a second. Uh, God almighty. All right, so during during the break just now, I was endeavoring to uh, get myself a crisp, refreshing viso uh, from the vending machine. Uh, because they, uh, the uh, the fine folks, Alex and the folks at Visa, are good enough to uh, to drop some of that off for us. But I, I consumed the last one yesterday, and so I was going to get one of the vending machine. And I have two dollars and quarters, so I'm in there and I'm uh, putting the quarters in one by one. Ba 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 ba. And I get to the and it, I, you know, it's two bucks, and so I get to the dollar seventy five, and it won't take the last quarter. And I keep putting it in, I like four times in a row. I'm like, come on, and I check. It's not like Canadian. It's not some we, but it is one of those new quarters that has like. You know, like the state design or something. You know, like yeah. this was, and it won't take that one. And so I'm like asking uh, Nibbler, I'm like, hey, do you, can you swap me a quarter? He doesn't have one. Tim doesn't have one. I say to Sarah, can you swap me a quarter? It won't. The machine won't take this one. And she said, well, I've got this quarter. It's covered in gum. <laughs> and it's like, but any port in a storm. I'm like, fine, because we've only got. Like, but you're supposed to take the gum off the quarter. Well, I, if only you'd been me in the kitchen just now, because because well, I had I had a pack of gum in my purse and I have so much crap in my purse that my gum one of the pieces got open and unwrapped itself and got on all my change in the bottom. That's what happens. So now if you I had your scratchers thing. You could have used that. Well, I, I but I only had like 15 seconds left before we were back from the break, and so I'm like, I don't have time, and so I go, and you can just see this coming a mile away. So I go and I put the quarter in. <laughs> And out stuck in the slot. Crap. And We've so, got to get it out before other people come in here because it was... I bet that big guy Brett in the other room could give it a good shaking. Oh, just going to give the machine a good solid thunk? Yeah. That seems like a bad idea. Yeah, you, if you break the vending like machine, Like a John Candy kind of thing. <laughs> He's the Uncle Buck of yeah. uh, CBS Radio. 
All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen at the news desk, it's Tim Riley. In the news with Tim Riley. Well, it certainly is exciting times for Fox News. They put together this nationwide thing. Some of their windbag commentators and gather a whole bunch of right-wing politicians to create an uproar with America's great unwashed. Then there are plenty of them out there, and they all gather at different places. Uh, some here at Pioneer Courthouse Square. Let's see. We have uh, all kinds of uh, reaction from around the country. So let's uh, have a sampling of some of the folks who came out to this thing. Our government's now a complete slave driver, and um, I want to see us try to get the government, uh, uh, get the people off the government plantation. Here's why this guy irritates me. And this is a guy in Portland, of course? No, this isn't Portland. This is uh, Asheville. Where is Asheville? North Carolina. You ever been there? That's where that big mansion is. Is uh, Wait a minute. What big mansion? I was going to say, is that the mansion that is secretly the hideout for the Congress in the event of a nuclear war? No, no, you're thinking of West Virginia. This is uh, I, it's a Biltmore mansion. What is that? That sounds familiar, but I don't know why. It, it is like one of the nicest mansions in the country. All right. I, uh, because there's that place if I, in... If I'm correct. I think it's in Greenbrier, South Carolina, maybe. There's a, there's actually several of these. The Discovery uh, Channel. Oh, that's the whole... in West Virginia, I believe. Or Virginia. I think there's actually several hotels or mansions that, that they double as, like, huge, plush fallout shelters yeah. for Congress and for the uh, the executive branch of government. And they have a little table with a typewriter to to uh, type out a newspaper in case they're all knocked out from the 1950s. So you can do, like, the Greenbrier uh, fallout shelter pick a yoon. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the Discovery Channel did this whole thing where they talked about these these underground sort of mansions that, have, that were built a long time ago, I guess, during the Cold 50s. War. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so... Uh, so this is not this is not that this is Asheville, which yeah, is a Asheville. place I've. A place I've been I've, there before. It, that there's a whole. Have you been to that mansion? Yes. Oh, cool. There's a whole section of the country uh, to which I have not gone, and uh, that is uh, one of them. And also, uh, most of, uh, if not all, of the South, I have successfully avoided uh, of my uh, 36 years on this planet. Here's the thing about that guy, though. That soundbite where he says the government is a slave driver, and then blah 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 plantation. First of all, you just know instinctively that it's a white guy. I mean, there's just no getting around. Well, these that. are all these are all white people, and and just and not not the most educated of them all. Well, and you know that when that guy says that, it's not that he doesn't know what he's saying. That's the thing that bugs me about it. And it's not even, I mean, you know, obviously it's I mean it's obviously ridiculous and offensive and whatever. But I mean, it, it, but what offends me more is just the ham-handedness of it. In that you just know that when that guy. Uh, got on camera. He said that, and he had rehearsed it because he wants to show his friends how he's not PC like everybody's supposed to be these days. Right. I mean, that's the thing, right? It's like it's just such – it's not even – like I'm not even uh, – I'm offended more by just like the, the complete and total uncleverness of it because he's trying to show that he's edgy, and he's not going to let the thought police tell him, a free-thinking white man, what he can say in 2009. So he says plantation and slave driver because, you know, to show that he's not going to be constrained by the rules of society, Tim. Yes. So anyway, even though this is a big Fox News promotion, uh, CNN had to go out and cover it, so they, they sent one of their lady reporters out. Lincoln believed that people had the right to share in the fruits of their own labor and that government should not take it. And we have clearly gotten to that point. Wait, uh, wait. Wait, wait. Did you know, the, you did you know that the state of Lincoln... Gets fifty billion dollars out of these Quiet, stimulus. Woman. That's fifty billion dollars for this ma'am, state, sir. Ma'am, maybe ma'am, some flapjacks. Ma'am, I, 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 
Can you stop this, sir? Hold on. Okay, well, Kira, we'll move on over here. I think you get the general tenor of this. Uh, it's anti-government, anti-CNN, since this is highly promoted by the right-wing conservative network, Fox. Wow. And since I can't really hear much more, and I think uh, this is not really family viewing, toss it back to you, Kira. You really just sense that the gloves have just come off between those two networks. It's not like they were ever best pals. Yeah. But there was this time when, I mean, not too long ago, like even last year, when CNN was very much trying to be above the fray with these things. Mm -hmm. And uh, during the election, you know, they were trying to be very um, objective in the sense that they didn't have a lot of the shouting matches that you see on, you know, like MSNBC or Fox or whatever. And that they had people from all across the spectrum who would weigh in. And I always compared it to like John Madden, how you know he in his heart, you know, Madden probably roots for the Raiders still. But when he's giving analysis, he's just very objective about it. And he doesn't he doesn't seem to have sort of a, a, a you know, he doesn't seem to have a dog in the fight when he's giving analysis of how the game needs to be played. And CNN was like that. But it seems like just in the last five or six weeks. Something must have happened. I, did, I think it was something came out that said the CNN TV's ratings were, were way down. Way down. Well, we haven't had a good war in a while. Well, and that's what CNN does well. Well, you know. Uh, well, we do have a war, but nobody. Where is that? Oh, Afghanistan. You know, uh, and I, I think was, we left there a long time ago. I was going to say, and that. Uh, and it, there's general disinterest about, what's that place, Iraq? And that guy who was just saying the, uh, you know, he's sick of government coming in and, uh, you know, taking his money and whatever. I just, maybe I'll ask for that uh, trillion dollars back that they took from us to go to Iraq. Yeah. Well, the weird thing is, Fox didn't call for these uh, protests during the first big bailout during uh, the Bush administration. Yes. Because that would be unpatriotic. No, of course, Tim, you've got to be an American about these things. Oh, so if there's a white man in the White House, then it's okay. That does... If there's not a white man in the... Well, it's something totally different. Tim, you've been constrained by the thought police, and I won't not have CNN, it. CNN? No. Those damn liberals? Uh, by the way, speaking of uh, CNN, Anderson Cooper, of course, weighing in on this. It's hard to talk when you're TV-agging. Here's Tim Riley at the news desk. You know, we can stop this piracy by sending Hillary Clinton after them. The United States does not make concessions or ransom payments to pirates. So take that, you pirates. I'm trying very hard to treat the pirate thing seriously. It does feel, I'm not saying that there isn't an issue, I'm not saying that they're not uh, a threat to some to some degree. These Obviously, are serious pirates. They, they're not your father's pirates, Tim. Right. They, These are not Johnny Depp pirates. <laughs> they're, no, they're more... Um, who was that guy that played uh, Blackbeard in the Disney film? Who played in Blackbeard's Ghost with Suzanne Plachette? Oh my gosh! I never saw that. That's the worst reference I've, even by my standards. It's a stupid reference. Never mind. Let's well, really ask Don when she comes in if she remembers. Forget that. I did. Who remembers Blackbeard's ghost? They show it every week on USA. By the way, here's another uh, Larry King uh, 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 Twitter entry. Just finished dinner at the Palm. Had a great weekend in Vegas. Wasn't as crazy as Ashton's "What Happens in Vegas" movie, but damn good. There you go. That's uh, Larry King. Uh, but on the pirate thing, it, it, you know, they kidnap the guy, uh, you know, and they, you they know, have they, 60 they, new ones. And we, 60 new pirates or 60 new hostages? 60 new hostages. The it, last time we checked. See, I was going to say that doesn't it seem a little bit like the pirate thing, though, is kind of like that 2004, I think it was, where there was the sharks that were going to kill us all. I mean, you got the feeling that sharks were going to be sprouting legs and walking inland and sort of getting you as you try was to go to a war. Was that before all those little white girls were, like, abducted every day? Well, and that's an ongoing thing. No, I mean, that's like the default story, though. 
uh, is the uh, you know the the missing white girl. Another child kidnapped this hour, and then they stopped. The, and children cease to be kidnapped. Really, if if the if news uh, were a music station, the missing white girl—that's a power mm-hmm. uh, that has gone for ads everywhere and is number one spins at Kiss FM in Los Angeles. Tim, that's ex- so. The missing white girl is the mortar between the bricks uh, in the twenty-four hour news world. But it seemed for one moment there for about like a sixty-day period couple years back, that sharks were like public enemy number one. I mean, it's like going to become like the leading cause of death. Mm-hmm. Now it appears to be They're uh, doing something pirates. different this year. Yeah. Well, it's, you got to shake it up now and again. Well, here's a weird headline. Pamela Anderson and Samantha Ronson are opening up a New York City strip club steakhouse. <laughs> really? Yes, really. But I thought Pamela Anderson was... Like 51, 52. Yeah, I thought she was a crazy vegan, though. I mean, and not Which like is a... really strange. Yeah. Well, maybe she's only participating in the, the stripping part and not the steak eating part. Hey, that actually... Is Samantha Ronson a steak eater, Tim? It doesn't say if she's eating steak or stripping or both. Do they have any other kind of meats there? I'm looking what kind of uh, mostly white meats, I guess. Although I couldn't, it's called a, uh, a gentleman's club called Sapphire New York. The best part that just happened that was how when Sarah said, do they have any other meats there? And I looked at her and then she mouthed, I think, the inference uh, from that statement. It's I don't a, believe there are any other meats that haven't already been mentioned. It's a uh, it's a it's a dry, sophisticated wit. It's, uh, it's the other meat. <laughs> Samantha Ronson, she's the other white meat. Uh, I guess Greg wants to come. Uh, say Greg Nibbler, can you uh, can you join us here in the studio? Uh, we will have uh, our uh, production assistant uh, Greg Nibbler uh, yeah. stepping in. I guess a man he stabbed his brother over pork and beans. We'll do that later. Literally over pork and beans, mm-hmm. like above them. Yeah, Geographically, the then, then a man urinates on a passenger in mid-flight. Well, we'll do that later. God Almighty, uh, Greg Nibbler uh, joining us today, and I think what must, under any circumstances, be referred to as a, a bit of a mental uh, program that we're having today. Uh, Greg, how are you? I am doing excellent. Thank All you. Right, what is you? We have an update on the on the Sleep Country uh, Foster Kids Pajama Bowl. We do have an update. Okay, so far, you know, obviously, you've split up a household. One, each of you, one, you got the husband. So John. we're one and one, right? You're one and one. You were one and one. Uh, someone has taken a decided lead, and that is Sarah, yes. with three members to three? her team. Three total members, including Kathleen. This is because you said the thing one. about me hating kids on Twitter. Well, not just kids, but also like the Special Olympics. I don't. Well, I guess that is not <laughs> true. I guess it's inaccurate. None of those things are true. These are oh, all false hate allegations. Hate is a strong word. I'm just saying you're a little too lazy to care too much. You know. All right. Fine. 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 Whatever. All right. Uh, so this is. So we now have how many people that have joined Sarah's bowling team again? Uh, three total. All right. And I have how many? One. Did we miss somebody? I thought I had. I thought one. I must have had at least two. I believe it is one. One. I'll, I'll, let me check my. Yes, one. Wait. You want to check that list one more time? Yeah, I'll check the list. It is. It is one. You sure? Die in a fire. The numbers uh, add up. All right. And, and is this so? Is this a, so? The how can people right join your Somebody team, else Rick? is joining Sarah's team. This is someone else who is joining Sarah's team. Yes. Look, I just here's via Twitter from uh, I sound like Larry King via Twitter. Justin <laughs> Five weighs in. He says, "Rick, I'd love to, but I just can't get past your anti-kid stance." <laughs> oh, I swear to God, there's gonna be uh, there's gonna be a cleansing that happens. Oh, I didn't think that <laughs> there's gonna be so literally. Now oh, I feel a little. Bad. Not really. Oh, there's going to be a time of purification, and it's coming soon. All right, so now Sarah Before or has, after the Britney Spears concert. Sarah has three, maybe uh, maybe during. Uh, that's if I'm not blowing pot smoke up at the stage. <laughs> Jesus. All and right. not rocking out with your... Yes. So Sarah has now three people on her Sleep Country Foster Kids Pajama Bowl team. I, Rick Emerson, uh, 
See, I'm playing. Here's what it is. It's like a rope-a-dope thing. This is like uh, Ali Foreman. I'm laying back against the ropes, and I'm letting Sarah punch herself out. Then I'm going to come off the ropes. Bam. Haymaker. Down right in front of Norman Mailer. It's 503-733-2970. The uh, Rick Emerson Show continues next. More from Tim Riley at the news desk. Later on, we have Kelly Clark for the Willamette Week. We will be doing Lost in 408 with Chris Paddock and Sarah Dillon. And uh, giving away a pair of tickets to see Queensryche this Saturday at the Roseland. It's 503-733-2970. We continue everything next. This is Led Zeppelin. It's the Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101 KUFO. Satisfying bounty of gourmet ingredients. This April at Burgerville, where better taste comes from better food. Broadcasting from the greatest city on earth. The Rick Emerson Show returns on Rock 101 KUFO. the Rick Emerson Radio Show. Rock 101 KUFO, thank you for joining us this morning. All right, so now, for those who came in late, as they used to say in the Phantom comic strip, so Sarah now has... Wait a minute, so you only need one more person. Oh, I'm filled with white-hot anger Oh, you're right, I forgot. I forgot. I didn't realize I only needed one more person. Uh, So today we are... And by we, I guess I, I assume we'll just mean uh, me. Well, I still need one person, though, Rick. Don't count me out. How many do you need? Oh, I guess you need four, right? You need senseless. Four what? more people, right? I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. There was some. Uh, there was like an annoying sort of chirping. But I mean, sound truth be told, the- like they what they get to do is they get to go bowling. They might get to make new friends, and they get um. A f- Did you just call me chirpy? What? What? No. Who? You hate children. Um, they oh, not only get to go bowling, but they get to have you take them out to lunch. Well, that's the thing. So the, I was going to make that point. I'm but if a place of your choosing, I'd be a little wary. I that. I will choose some place respectable that doesn't mind me eating in my pajamas. So here, here's the deal. Um, so the Sleep Country Foster Kids Pajama Bowl is coming up a week from this Sunday. It is Sunday, April 26th at Big L's in Vancouver uh, from 2 to 4 uh, p.m. And 100% of the proceeds are going to be donated to the Trillium Family Services Center from uh, us, the Rick Emerson Radio Show. So Sarah will be there along Along with four listeners, uh, I was, and I want to state for the record, I was there last time. By the way, uh, last year I was there. Like I wasn't. I was. I'm just saying it's not like I. It's not like I don't uh, give. Rick Emerson gives. He contributes. Uh, he pulls his weight. Uh, just not th- this time because I'll be in Vegas watching Britney Spears. Yeah. But that being said, that's why I'm getting five people for my team. You know, theoretically, because you're going to be in Vegas with Britney Spears. Because uh, I don't want, uh, you know, because I don't want anybody to be slighted. I don't want the children to be cared for. Because 20% the children aren't worth changing a plane ticket for. You know, uh, I paid for those plane tickets way in advance, and it's not just Britney Spears. It's Donnie and Marie Osmond. So, I mean, really, it's not even for me. It's for my wife. I mean, it's. I don't wish to uh, to disappoint uh, my wife, who is childlike herself. So. Oh, that's that's way to go, Rick. She's the adult in the relationship. You're going to get far by calling her childlike. Moving forward. Uh, so Sarah now has three people on her team. Uh, you can get a slot for $101 by calling 503-733-2970. So there is one spot left available on Sarah's bowling team. There are four slots left available on Rick Emerson's bowling team. Sons of bitches. <laughs> uh, so here's, but here's the thing. So A, 
the team with the most overall points this year, every member of that team will win a Simmons Beautyrest uh, mattress, with not like my mattress, as was apparently misunderstood by a few people. Uh, a Simmons Beautyrest uh, beauty mattress. <laughs> Who to win Rick's Dirty Mattress. <laughs> not winning uh, Rick's Dirty Mattress. Uh, a Simmons Beautyrest mattress to every member of the team with the most overall points this year. And additionally, uh, though I will not be there for the actual uh, Sleep Country Pajama Bowl when it happens, I, Rick Emerson, will be taking everybody uh, who joins my team out to lunch in my pajamas. And the event will be photographed and filmed for the mockery of me uh, forever uh, after it's posted. Now, see, you're making this all about you. You're doing this for the kids. I'm doing it for the kids, but I'm saying I'm also doing it for uh, Portland's other uh, favorite thing, which is the shaming of Rick Emerson. So, really, there's two things that Portland cares about. Kids and seeing me embarrassed. So, I'm trying to take care of, you know, two birds, one stone, Sarah. Tim Riley's working on the following headlines on this Thursday morning. So, the big company that owns several malls in this area is declaring bankruptcy. I have a list of them. And uh, one of them is Pioneer Place. Let's see what else I have. Pioneer Place, which is also owned by the same people who own the Clackamas Town Center. Also going bankrupt. Uh, Salem Center. And Gateway Mall in Springfield. So what happens? I mean, they're closing. They, that no, was... they're, they're de- the company that owns these. The GGP company is declaring bankruptcy, and they own several malls around the country. That was going to be my question. So, but what? Uh, but the mall's not going to uh, go no, away. They're is declaring it? Chapter Eleven, whatever that means. So Pioneer Place and the Clackamas Town Center are both owned by the same people. I didn't even know that. Right. As is the Salem Center. Because every now and again, you will see a mall that has gone out of business, and that's always a creepy sight mm-hmm. when you see a mall that is completely like... Uh, it does a, look like post-zombie apocalypse or something. They're all owned by the General Growth Properties Company. All right. and so they're, But they're firing, uh, filing Chapter 11, mm-hmm. which... They've been in the shopping center business for over 50 years, it says. And they operate in 44 states. Here's the thing that you wonder, but how is that possible in the sense that I guess maybe if the... Well, everybody's got their hand out these days. But in other words, it, it seems like the mall expenses, the cost to run the mall, the actual infrastructure of the mall itself, mm-hmm. by definition, that would be built in to their budget and it would be covered by the the rent or the whatever that the stores are paying. It's not like they're getting a... a I would imagine malls don't get a portion of store proceeds. Mm-hmm. So how is it that that can even happen unless they just unless malls are empty, unless there's a lot of stores uh, at the mall that are closing and not being replaced? Is that possible maybe? And so then if there's if there's if there's vacancies essentially in the mall, mm-hmm. then their rent uh, their total rent income or whatever goes down and that's why they have to file bankruptcy. It says this is the largest bankruptcy in US real estate history. After wow. two months of talks with the banks, the guy from Chicago which controls over 200 huge malls for a total of 29.56 billion dollars is now obliged to fall back on Chapter 11. So it looks like they bought off more than they can chew like the rest of these big businesses did. Mm. Right. Our usual. So uh, get another, uh, I was going to say another chapter in the uh, ongoing economic implosion. Mm. No pun intended. All right, it's 503-733-2970. Just ahead, I'm looking, really? All right, so I'm looking here at the, uh, uh, th- this one says, um, Tommy would like you to convince him, I'm assuming he means me, would like you to convince him to join your team. <laughs> That's great, Tommy. Oh, it's so deliciously degrading. Thanks. So- it's like magically delicious, only not as fun. Uh, so uh, stay there. So that's coming up. Uh, we've also got Lost in 408 with Chris Paddock and Sarah Dillon. Uh, Queen's right tickets later on and more news with Tim Riley. It is the Rick Emerson Show. It's Rock 101 KUFO. We'll get back to the uh, humiliation in just a moment. Stay there.
It's the Rick Emerson Show. It's Rock 101 KUFO. Thank you for joining us. It is Thursday morning. It's 503-733-2970. All right. When we last left the Rick Emerson Show, there was uh, disinformation and lies being spread about me by Sarah X. Dillon. Pleased to be sharing. Uh, I'm just saying that... uh, I believe that there was an overstating of uh, oh, so you're saying, okay. the situation involving me and the... So you're saying country. you changed your plane tickets and you are going to be back for the no, event. No, but see, that's, see, and I know what this is all about. This is rooted in jealousy. And don't think that I'm not on to you, little Missy, because totally. I am. Well, I'm totally jealous. Why would I not want to go to um, Las Vegas and see Britney Spears? I mean, that's, that's kind of saying. a dream vacation. But when it comes down to it, the children are more important to me. I, I guess what I'm saying is the children are important to all of us. And yes, that includes... yes, but some of us show it and some of us just say it. You some know, of us are little talking heads about it. And some of us show up in their pajamas, in their bowling shoes, ready to go. You know, it's not like Jaden James can go out and buy his own food. You know what I mean? It's like the, the Britney's children. He's probably to... had to learn how to by now. <laughs> and get mommy some smokes. I'll give you a note. All right. Well, in any event, so I am going to be in uh, Vegas a week from Sunday. So uh, Sunday, April 26th is when the uh, Sleep Country Foster Kids Pajama Bowl takes place. So Sarah Dillon will be there with her team, which now only needs one more member. Uh, So you can uh, get the remaining slot on Sarah's bowling team. It's $101 at 503-733-2970. And when we last left uh, the Rick Emerson team, there was only one person. I am... Proud to say that I have uh, doubled that. I've, there's a hundred percent more people. Wow! There are now uh, two people on my team, so the three remaining slots. Look um, at you. One hundred and one dollars. It well, must be hard to motivate people, considering they know that you're not going to be there. You know, but here's where I am going to be. I'm going to be at a restaurant somewhere in the no, greater Portland area. This is going to be very area. soon after Pajama Bowl, like that next week. Well, I, well, so here's what's going to happen. So the pajama bowl happens on the 26th, and then sometime in the, uh, I, w- I would say, but in the next, in the week or two following that. What I've agreed to do, and we negotiated all of these terms yesterday, and I think they're quite fair, uh, very amicable, that I agreed to take the five people who are my team, because there's got to be, you know, because you get it's you and four people, I'm going to get five, because somebody's got to play the part of me. So I have agreed to take all five people on the team out to lunch, uh, dressed in pajamas of your choosing. You know what, and I'm kind of half tempted to, um, like, be a fly on the wall for your lunch. That's great. Thanks so much. No problem. Whatever I want to make sure that it's it's properly uh, videotaped and why, photographed. Why don't you come along and just send uh, constant Larry King-style updates to the internet about it? We'll do. Rick is putting a fork full of linguine near his mouth. Wait, now he is, uh, he's scratching something. Wait, his pajamas appear to be bulging so think, around the middle. I think if I, if I um, happen to like show up at the place that you are, I get to alter your outfit in any way that I choose. No, so you can't be adding things now. It's not a retrofitting of the rules. No, Rick, you're having a hard time getting the people on your team. I'm trying to get them something to look forward to. Thanks so much. That's no mighty Christian of you. That's what I'm, I'm trying. That's all for the children. So it's 503-733-2970. 503-733-2970. $101 donation. $101 donation gets you a slot on either Sarah's team uh, or my team, although Sarah doesn't really and, need your help at this and point. And key phrase is donation, too. Like, we're not getting anything. This is all 100%. 100% of the proceeds. 101%. They are going to Trillium Family Services. Uh, that is who uh, we are raising money for here on the Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101 KUFO. So it's 503-733-2970. We're giving 101% this year to children. I see uh, a new liner. <laughs> uh, so there's more calls on the way. Queens Rock tickets. Uh, we will uh, have more news from Tim Riley on the way. Kelly Clark from the Willamette Week. Let's welcome now to the Rick Emerson Show, Christopher J. Paddock. Hello, Good morning. Uh, so can we just start referring to you as suck, Rick? In what manner? Wow. And that's your boss. <laughs> well, take, I look to me. I mean, I think the I'll name, I think the name is uh, Rick Emerson Show. And look who's leading the way. Little Sarah Dillon. Really? Suck? Wow. 
Yeah. Not like uh, Johnny Lose a Lot or, uh, <laughs> you know. He really just kind of went for the. Mr. No Friends will suck. Yeah. That's what it is. What do you think about that? Well, I think it's better than a, a PD I had who wanted to call me uh, Dan Halen at one point. So. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. Suck? Really? Well, I don't know. I'm just, maybe that was a little rough. Man, thanks so much. I, I'd like to thank but you, maybe by the way. Here. Hey, people out there, why don't you call in and, and, and help Rick? I'll tell you so why. Sucky. I'll tell you why. Because uh, they are now busy uh, passing, uh, like creating lol cats based around a new internet meme that you've just given them. <laughs> Thanks for that's thanks for creating oh, that. That's that's pretty. Right. What did he do? That's uh. Well, because right now you know that there's people bringing up Photoshop and they're creating a whole lot of like you know, I'm behind your microphone uh, losing to your producers or something, and it, but just like a picture of me like in a laundry <laughs> is, hamper. Is loosen spell L O O S E. I would say L O O Z I N. Okay. Yeah. Always Good. and forever. Wow. All right. It's 503-733-2970. So we I'm going to be uh, there, Rick. You know, I'll be there. I'll be cheering everyone. How do we can then buy up a couple? Um, you know. Nice cold Frosty beers. Frosty roast beers. Yeah. Frosty beverages. Yeah. Mingle with the people. Maybe have some pajamas. Pizza. It'll be fun. You know, are you going to take uh, your listeners to lunch? Have you decided? I don't. But I'm just you know, really He's trying to make it a secret surprise. I'd, I'd like to offer. I'm going to offer a suggestion. May I? Yeah. Because I'll be there. Okay. Chuck E. Cheese. I love Chuck E. Cheese. You know that. Kill you. I'm um, sorry. What? Zach's Shack. On Hawthorne. No, that's not humiliating enough. Oh, is that not humiliating? No, absolutely. Oh, you want not. a humiliating place? Is no, no, there, we need to go to some place like... Where do they have, like, the animals that sing, like, the band, like, the Rock of Fire Explosion? No, see, what I want to do, do is, like... Show, showtime show, pizza? Yeah, showbiz pizza. Is make him to go, go to some, like, a too cool for school place with, like, a bunch of hipsters and have them all, like, like look down Mock him, him while he's wearing his strawberry oh, shortcake pajamas. So this is going to be a place that uh, the, 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 the listeners will, will love. So it's a place where everybody will have a great time except for me. Yes. Oh, yeah, well, maybe wonderful. we should stick you in Dante's, like, during, a, like, a really hardcore rock show, uh, like, a, like a metal show or, or a something. Or a strip club. Oh, there's always that. <laughs> Mary, why don't you go to Mary's? How creepy would that be? A guy sitting in his pajamas in a strip club? Well, actually, actually, probably, <laughs> probably more common than you know, just sitting there at the rail at Union Jacks in like my uh, you know like my hungry hungry hippos uh, pajamas. That'd be great. It's I'm doing this for kids. Five zero three, and that sounds even more creepier. It's five zero three seven three three. I should have to wear a pin that actually says I'm doing this for children. It's five zero three seven three three two nine seven eight. Let's get working on that button. Five zero three seven three three two nine seventy. Uh, so we'll get. Oh wait, hold on a second. Oh, look at that. Oh, uh, that's right. Jacques, <laughs> you Chris no, you can thank me because I'm trying to rile up people. And thank me right. too. Uh, yeah. Thank the Sarah Dillon. Hello, is this uh, Jenny? That's the Jenny. Yeah. Hello, Jenny. How are you today? Other than wonderful. I am good. Well, I I hope that if I'm on your team, Rick, and I go to lunch with you, you won't berate and belittle me for being so sucky at bowling. You know, I, yes, I don't think that's a rule. You're not allowed to say anything about anyone's bowling skills. Well, I don't. I, I sound positive about the whole thing. Right? I don't believe that I've done any berating uh, today at all. Okay. The only thing I think I've done is I have quite understandably pointed out what I believe to be some untruths uh, spread about me uh, via well, no, the Inertron. I, I just know how competitive you are. Well, and so I'm, I'm, you know, just. Just throwing that out there. Well, I will say this. There's, the there's there's, a couple of things. One, uh, first of all, uh, thank you uh, sincerely and honestly uh, for that. So it's $101 uh, for the remaining slots on either. There's uh, one slot on Sarah's team. Uh, there are now uh, two slots left on my team. And, of course, uh, it all goes to Trillium Family uh, Services here on the Rick Emerson Show. We are uh, raising money for them. And, of course, the station uh, as a whole and CBS Radio as a whole is raising money for the Sleep Country Foster Kids Pajama Bowl, which is coming up a week from Sunday at Big Al's. You can find that more at KUFO.com. So, uh, A, I want to thank you. B, I've discussed how I'm no longer allowed at Trivia Nights uh, with my wife. She, <laughs> I can't go anymore because there was, there's been some unpleasantness and uh, very nearly uh, blood. So, 
but also a higher power uh, has intervened. And I think really it is in some ways to the benefit of everybody that I'll be in <laughs> Vegas because I do tend to take these things very, very seriously, like way more seriously than I should, <laughs> especially if I st and it's fine once I'm in the lead, but once I start to slip behind in bowling, at which I'm no you good, become by kind the of way. A, I'm sorry, you become a little babyish. Well, I become like a, I become kind of a taskmaster about it too. No, and you do, and you sit in the corner and sulk and like drink your diet coke, and well, you just see, and that's when I just drink more beer. Well, uh, you and me both, sister. I think what I'll be doing though is because of uh, because of the blows that my self image has taken here. What with my clever new nickname of suck. <laughs> I think the way I'm in Vegas, I'm, you're going to see me one of those Eiffel Towers filled with margarita drink or whatever. And I'm just going to be s s like walking along with the frat dudes and their backwards baseball caps. You should have to go bowling somewhere Rick, in Vegas. You, you should hand out those flyers that they hand out on the strip in your pajamas. Oh, right. Like, you know, hey, free sex. Where I snap the flyer against my hand. The on Rick's bed. By the way. <laughs> wow. Brenda. Rick's bed. I'd like for you to excerpt Chris Paddock saying free sex. Who wants it? <laughs> do whatever you think you need to do with that. And I couldn't help but, like, just totally laughing. You guys were talking about your dirty bed, and I was thinking about these dirty beds. Uh, about her dirty pillows. Yeah, well, the uh, dirty pillows come separately. That's uh, that's like a Barbie kit. They don't all come at once. You got to buy that on on your own. So, all right, Jenny. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it sincerely. I'm going to put you back on hold. We'll make sure that Greg Nibbler has all your information. Uh, you can find that more, by the way, at KUFO.com. Um, if you are interested in participating, you want to form uh, your own team, make a donation, or if you just want to find out uh, kind of where to come to watch everything, it is coming up a week from Sunday at Big Al's in Vancouver. Uh, that is Sunday, April 26th, and Trillium Family Services, the recipient of this one. It's $101. There's one slot left on Sarah's team, uh, two slots left on my team, and um, I guess uh, coming up we will speak to uh, this is somebody who needs convincing uh, to be on the uh, – to be in the to, team. On yours? So we'll do that here in just one moment. Let's mm. just get a, a quick uh, taste here, though, of, of Lost in 408. So we've got that coming up. So We can just say in one word, Miles. 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 And am I to understand that Hurley made a lot of Empire Strikes Back references last oh, night? Oh, yes. uh, I have written as my Twitter that uh, Hurley is my all-time favorite television character. And honestly, Rick, you're going to, like, there's one thing that Hurley does that is going to make you love him. Love him. I like liked his character already when I was watching. No, that but show. this this thing that he does is you're going to be amazed. All right. So, uh, well, let's uh, we'll get, uh, do this, and we've got uh, Lost in 408 coming up on the other side. Tim Riley with the news. Kelly Clark from the Willamette Week. Uh, hello, who might this be? Good morning, suck. Thank you. Thanks so much. <laughs> oh, Paddock, you're awful. Wow. Is Catfish going to be uh, Catfish going to uh, be joining? We're going to get free beer and hot wings coming up here in just a, just a few. Yeah. Hello. Hi. How, how can I help you, sir? Hey, uh, I just wanted to say that uh, I'm loving you guys in the morning on KUFO. It's awesome. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a bowler, but uh, let's see if you can convince me to, um, you know, be part of your team. I, I'm wondering, Rick, are you going to have a celebrity um, stand-in for you as the team captain? Uh, well, I hadn't really thought about that. We were just sort of, you know, here's we're an inclusive show, so we like to open it up to everyone. Everyone is equal in the eyes of the Rick Emerson uh, show, my friend. So I feel that one person is, you know, has just as much worth a as another. Uh, uh, interesting. Um, you know, you might recruit Storm Large. I was uh, actually at my tax accountant's last Saturday morning, and I looked over, and there was Storm and um, Davey Neeples in the next uh, booth, talking to the tax preparer in the other room. 
This is where the uh, this is this really? Uh, and, and I think I know the answer to this before I even ask it. This is really just because you want to be close to Storm while she's in her pajamas. Oh yes. <laughs> Thanks. For, Fair I like, enough. Turn into the skid, wow. sir. Well done. Uh, in a so, word. In a word. Yes. All right. What is it I can do uh, here uh, to convince you to to be on the uh, the bully? What is it that I could uh, that I could say to you or you, should, you need to have him do something especially humiliating. Well, I, you know, I, I think again, I, I think. Because I don't want to speak for for someone else. It would be, uh, of course, wrong of me uh, to promise, uh, you know, the the attendance or the participation of somebody else. I people have, uh, you but know, so you conflicts to, and schedules. You need to suffer for the children yourself. Storm's got her show. She's doing. I, I it would be uh, improper of me to weigh in on anybody else's behalf. What can Rick Emerson uh, do right now to close? What do I have to do to put you in this car today, sir? Um, I just think it would be a great idea if we had somebody that would be um, interesting to hang with for some time, as you would have. Are been. you saying that your However, fellow Rick Emerson be- listeners are not interesting? Well, no, I'm saying that the uh, the listeners are, are interesting, but you know, hey, I'm a I'm a listener. I love the show, but I'm not that interesting. Oh. I'd rather have somebody um, to celebrate hanging with. Someone. I understand. Well, I mean, but if you join Rick's team, you get to you know spend like a good hour or two long lunch with him. So I, that, but I see. I think I see your problem. What you're saying is you, your your issue is that Sarah is not interesting. That's what it no, sounds Sarah's like. Sarah's interesting. She's interesting. Well, she'll be right there. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Rick, where is Britney Spears performing? He's just glossing over it. This is so. Now, let's get back to the issue of you needing some some convincing. So, your uh, your claim was that you needed someone interesting to be there. Sarah Dillon, literally, and I, I'm not exaggerating. She'll be like a foot away from you. Well, but she's on the other team. Oh, I see. So now it's not enough that you need somebody interesting. You need somebody interesting who's in like your your tribe. My team, exactly. All right. What what is it? Uh, what is it that I can uh, that I can do? A service I can perform? Yeah, so what would be a worth? Feat that I can engage in right now. What so? would be worth your donation? Not even giving us money, but like donating it to the children. What would be worth that to you to see Rick do? Oh, you know, I'd love to. You know, I'd love to hang with. I don't know, Jeff Tate, somebody like that. Yeah, I'll get right on that. Hey. Attic, let's call Jeff Tate and demand uh, demand that he come serve the needs okay, of let's, Scott. Let's Bowling of like, next to you is, is like silent lucidity. <laughs> is there anything that besides hanging out with somebody else that you would like, or is it just you yeah, want to hang out with somebody? Yeah, you're a bit of a, it's like a dog bone thing happening here, sir. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Well, you know, the thing is, I'm not a bowler, and uh, so... And we're back know, at the it, beginning. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for some signed celebrity photographs and some handshakes and some pictures. What do I, I like feel that? like I have to be a hostage negotiator? Who do we know that's you know, a celebrity except I, for Storm? Really, I was, I was going to say, I think you're really overstating uh, the amount of uh, the amount of contacts that Sarah and I have in our respective cell phones. By the way, <laughs> all right. Well, oh, but the oh, ah, oh, oh what happened? Oh, I lost right, that was all right. Whatever happened to that sound effect that cut people off? I got to get that man. And uh, could you have her give me a hot oil rubdown as well at the end, please? All right. Thank you so much. It is the Rick Emerson Show. Straight ahead, Lost in 408 with Christopher J. Paddock and Sarah X. Dillon. It's the Rick Emerson Show. It's Rock 101 KUFO. Now broadcasting everywhere. One time, I did actually confess that I uh, made out with my teddy bear. The Rick Emerson Show returns on Rock 101 KUFO. It's the Rick Emerson Show. It's Rock 101 KUFO. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Straight ahead, we will talk more about the Sleep Country Foster Kids Pajama Bowl. Slots available uh, 
So you have one slot left on your team? Yes, I'm afraid I'm just going to have one left forever. It's one of those things where I was really excited where all of a sudden people are signing up and then it's going to get to the end of the show and we can't talk about it. It is. It's sort of like, uh, this, is like this is like election uh, 04 where suddenly now, advantage me. You What's think it's going one way, number? it goes the other way. What's that phone number, Rick? What, what should people Rick Emerson, call? Rick how can people reach it? it? Our phone lines are open at 503-733-2970. 503-733-2970. $101 gets you a slot on service team uh, or on my team. We'll be talking more about that as well as uh, talking with Kelly Clark from uh, the Willamette Week. Without further ado, we go to this week's installment of Lost in... Oh, I've just... Uh, speaking of Lost, I think I've just lost the sounder. Here we go. This is uh, this week's installment of Lost in 408 with uh, Chris Paddock and Sarah Dillon. All right. It was all Miles all the time last night. Absolutely. And finally, a new character we all give a crap about. Finally. I'm so tired of, like, Kate's, like, sad sob story and stuff and the air and stuff. That was getting so tedious and boring. It's nice to have some something, like, refreshing. So it starts out, and you're somewhere in the 70s, and it's it looks like the Karate Kid's apartment complex. <laughs> and uh, you, you see a little boy wandering about, and he's touching this door. And he has this flash. And he realizes there's a dead body mm-hmm. in the apartment. Goes in there. Discovers it. He's been talking to the dead body when the dude, that? When when the landlord to... shows up, and, and then he says, "Oh, he's wishing for his wife." And then you realize this is young Miles. This is young Miles, and he's just like he won't stop talking to me. He's still talking to me. Well, the camera pans to the guy who's obviously dead, laying on the floor, and Miles is sitting there pointing at the guy, saying that he won't stop talking. It was very creepy. It was really creepy. And he's a better dude, kid talking to the dead people than Haley Joel Osment. But okay, so then we flash forward, and then Miles is like a punk rocker, and he's visiting his mom who has cancer. Yes. Another theme on Lost. Everyone's got cancer. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's lying in bed, and he's, he wants to know about his dad. And she like refuses to say anything Absolutely. About it. And then at that point, it's pretty much telegraphed what we find out at about the midpoint of the program. Well, and you can tell, too, that that he obviously comes from the island when she's just like where he where he was, where his body is. Because since Miles can talk to dead bodies, since they still give him messages, he wants to find his father, you know, in order to be able to talk to him still. And so she's like, where he is, you'll never be able to find right. him. Right. And, and, well, ultimately, what we find out is Miles is the son of Dr. Pierre Chang, the dude we have seen in all the orientation A.K.A. Sh- films, Marvin Candle. A.K.A. Marvin Candle. And as Hurley refers to him, Dude, that guy's a, a douche. Yeah. Okay, so let's get to the Empire Strikes, Strikes Back stuff. All right, for Rick. so meanwhile, the entire episode, Hurley and Miles are the Laurel and Hardy of Lost Island. Yes, because they can both traveling talk, around. And they both talk to dead people, they but in their different ways. Exactly. Kind of yucky, yucky, yucky. And Hurley is scrawling in this notebook, a Dharma uh, little notepad, about God knows what, and he's. I, I knew something was up because the episode's called Some Like It Hoth. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting for where's the Empire Strikes Back reference, and he says, how do you spell bounty hunter? Uh-huh. And then it gets into it. Miles rips away the notebook and starts reading the opening scene of Empire Strikes Back where the probe droid comes up and it's Chewbacca shooting at it with his crossbow. So Hurley's basically trying to write the Empire Strikes Back, but with a few corrections. So he's writing the Empire Strikes Back because it's before it came out since right. it's in uh, the 70s. So he's trying to write it to send to George Lucas so that he can correct the film before he actually releases That's it. That's fantastic. And it was, it was like really that. funny. And he said, by the way, Ewoks suck. Yeah. Excellent. So... So Miles is hired. Yeah, Miles is hired by the by the bad people, and that's how he ends up on the island because he wants to find his father. Right. And Widmore, and he also like talks to that dead body and finds how Widmore's looking for an empty airplane and a bunch of empty so uh, can, empty graves. So he, he can, can fake the, the discovery of the oceanic uh, flight. Yep. Now get this too. Uh, meanwhile, Kate and James are trying to cover up the fact that they put Ben to the others. 
there's this whole blackmail thing that's going on now. Jack is so annoying, too. Yeah, Jack Jack's needs a to jerk. Just, he let's needs just, to go away. Let's just drop it anyway. Okay, but the finale is there's some people arriving from, of all places, Ann Arbor, Michigan, mm-hmm. in their submarine. And who pops out of the sub in the final moments? Daniel One Dr. Daniel Faraday. Faraday. And we are in, uh, in two weeks, we will be getting a Daniel Faraday flashback episode. And then... Rumor has it. it seemed kind of evil, too, when I know. he got out of the submarine. He's like, hello, Miles. And we're going to get a Richard Alpert flashback episode oh, totally. in three weeks. And how cool was that that we saw uh, the hatch being built? And you heard yeah. the guy saying the numbers. He's like, you know, um, you know, four, five, eight, 15, 16. Who do we appreciate? <laughs> so Lost in 408. So the, I got all I, of these. I'd like to, can, I t- can I do something real quick? And I think maybe this is just payback. And payback is a biatch. Um. I'm looking at the uh, cart number here, uh-huh. Sarah Dillon. I'm going to uncover a very horrible conspiracy that's going on. This says it's lost in 342. <gasps> I Rick thought Emerson, that was you too cheated short. us. What are we talking about? Oh, the actual cut number. Yeah. I think, to be fair, it's actually lost. I think it's like 355. I think it is short by about seven seconds or so. So I think no, we had to, 55 is 7 seconds. That's 13 seconds. That's something like that. She I mean, really. She could have gotten all the numbers out That's of right, that. Program right. director yeah. Chris Paddock. I'm sure you can get that uh, squared well, we'll away for that. next week. We'll fix that. That's going to be going into sure the uh, post-mortem uh, meeting. People for that. Uh, yeah, but, uh, dude, this episode, uh, fantastic. Uh, it was hurry. fresh. It was amazing. It yep. was like some... It went Every by, time I think feel like it went be... by so quickly? Yes. yes. Every time I think something really sucky is going to happen where it's just going to be a weak episode, this comes along and it brightens my day. It's so cool. So now they, are they doing uh, that thing now where they're padding it out like by putting dead well, weeks or reruns? Lost has a great thing about developing the characters so much where you can focus an entire episode on one character and not get bored. Because there's so – like so say you focus on like Jack and Kate for like two episodes. You might not see them again for, for like six episodes, but it doesn't even feel like they're gone because there's so much right. to learn about all the other cast members. Now how many characters are they juggling on that show now? How many primary characters would you say there are? I haven't really counted. Have you? But I mean like it's more than 15. 10. Yeah, maybe I'd say fifteen is a good, uh, yeah. good number. There's a lot of supporting people too, mm-hmm. and everyone, and even like to this point, they they all have very detailed extras, or like they have very detailed like personalities and like very detailed pasts. And stuff. I mean, it's pretty impressive the, the idea that they could juggle that many characters and that you're sort of keeping track of them all mm-hmm. because a lot of shows try to do that and it just fails miserably. That's why it makes us so crazy, and that's why yes. we sound like like banshees. Morons. And next week, <laughs> next week is uh, a special thing. It's told from the point of view. It's. I think it's a. It's a recap show, and it's told from the t- point of view of the Oceanic Six. Yes, it's going to be some kind of interesting oh, uh, thing. Fighting. I'll be watching that. Too. You're listening to mornings with morons and suck, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's five zero three seven three three two nine seventy. Here's the reason you want to be calling that number right now, and I am looking directly at you, into your soul, into the most private of places within you. That sounded inappropriate. What, but it's, what is wrong with you with mattresses creepy. and dirty? And... I never said the mattress thing, by the way. That was you who said uh, that they get to win my mattress. Uh, that was actually something that you said. I said I thought I said new mattress. No, I think Not you actually said... soiled mattress. I, I don't think soiled <clears throat> was ever... It was sort of implied. It wasn't really... It's 503-733-2970. The Sleep Country uh, Foster Kids Pajama Bowl is coming up uh, one week from this Sunday. It's coming up uh, Sunday, April 26th, and it's going to be benefiting tr- uh, Trillium Family Services. That is where the uh, money we are raising today goes. It's 503-733-2970. So for $101, ladies and gentlemen, for $101, you can get the one remaining slot mm-hmm. on Sarah's team. 
or uh, you can get uh, one of the two remaining slots uh, on the team of me, uh, Rick Emerson. Now, I just have to say, my team, we had a lot of fun last year. That's all I'm saying. I, and, and really, it is actually it is actually really, really this great. Was, but I'm saying, like, wear light pajamas because it does get warm. But that was going to be my point. It's really great, but uh, boy, at the end, uh, you just, uh, you're feeling not so much the burn as it is you're feeling the, the sweat. Mm-hmm. And I think because whether you want to be like ultra competitive when you're actually the thing or not, you are. And then you start doing that thing of like checking your watch and you're well, kind of pacing back and forth. It's all fun and games when you see everyone like down the lanes playing and they're all doing really well and right. you start to get frustrated and then it makes you like try better. No, try I mean, harder. I mean, it's, you know, it's all fun and games. And then you see, uh, you know, and then you see somebody from, uh, you know, you know, from like down the hall or a different station, you know, at CBS, you're winning. And you're like, oh, I got I to gotta edge out that guy right there. And then you like buckle down and everybody redoubles their efforts. So one slot remaining on Sarah's team, uh, two slots remaining on my team. It's 503-733-2970. And the uh, winning team this year, the team that has the most overall points, every member of that team will actually win a Simmons Beautyrest mattress uh, set. There's one for each uh, member of the team that has the most overall points this year. And everybody on uh, my team, I'm going to be taking everybody out to lunch in pajamas, picked out for me by Sarah Dillon. And by the way, I'd like to thank you for uh, sort of passively encouraging the audience to send links to awful pajamas that are for sale online. Thanks oh, no so much problem. for that. No problem. It's, uh, why, why don't you uh, get something satiny, Rick Emerson? That might be light and, and, and uh, might be able to, you might be able to breathe in that. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking Chiffon? that it might not be good enough for Rick to take him out to lunch. I was thinking that maybe he in turn might uh, should have his own bowling event. Oh, like maybe take him for wow. just like one game of bowling after after lunch. So wait, now so now it's lunch and bowling and pajamas and filming. Can you wear a house coat as well? Can, Can you cut off your small have pinky your hair and curlers? <laughs> That's great. Maybe I'll just if I get the full on Mrs. Roper uh, house yeah, dress within. I, I would like for you to dress as Audrey Lindley. <laughs> Mrs. Roper's endless uh, string of Mardi Gras uh, beads she was always wearing oh, for yeah. some reason. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Sarah's just mouthing a word to me. Holding up a thing that says this. All right, it's the Rick Emerson Show. It's Rock 101, KUFO Straight Ahead News with Tim Riley, Kelly Clark from the Willamette Week. It's the Rick Emerson Show. Putting the cult in pop culture. My eyes, the goggles do nothing. The Rick Emerson Show returns on Rock 101, KUFO. It's the Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101 KUFO. It is Thursday morning. It's 503-733-2970. So we have now uh, an update. So Sarah's team, your team is locked in. You have uh, yes. you have filled the slots on your Sleep Country Foster Kids pajama bolt. Very cool. Congratulations. See how I am gracious, uh, even as I uh, still have uh, two slots remaining. And therefore, I shall be gracious with you and help you, you your try power to for good people. now? Well, I think so. Okay. I think that you can find some people. You're a good person. And plus, you're not only taking you know taking them out to lunch, but you were saying that you were going to maybe take them bowling too, right? Sure. That's a double whammy because I, I can't give my folks lunch. See, so now you're doing that thing where you're just passively saying a lot of, and you said that you were going to uh, give them all pedicures And you uh, really at lunch. do love children. And, uh, uh, yes, and you wanted to I give guess. them all back massages. Not, not so much. I mean, maybe the prettier ones. It's uh, <laughs> 503-733-2970. So there are now two slots remaining. Uh, they are, yes, both on my team. And uh, so everybody who is on uh, my team for the Sleep Country Foster Kids Pajama Bowl, <clears throat> pardon me, I will be taking everybody out to lunch uh, probably in the week or 10 days or so after the event happens. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, I well, will be what, in pajamas. No, nobody else has to be in pajamas when we go to lunch. Well, yes, it will all be filmed. Too is that there are going to be tons of people. Like, there are going to be a ton of people from our radio station, a lot of people from other stations and stuff. And it's not really like you're segmented into teams. Everyone's just there hanging out together and like you know having beers or sodas or whatever you want. And, and then. When the actual lunch happens, apparently Sarah will be there to uh, openly mock as well. So you'll get to see uh, you'll get to see that. I will go to your lunch. Thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. You will not be in pajamas though. Let's I will, don't no, call no, up no, and no. make any creepy. What kind of pajamas is Sarah? <laughs> she, she yeah, she's wearing the kind that you, that, uh, that 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 you don't get to see. Uh, it's five zero three seven three three. Sounds even worse. They're invisible pajamas. Uh, it's fine. The invisible pajamas. You you get those along with my uh, with my mattress. Five zero three seven three three two nine seventy. Don't forget, you can find out more about this at kufo.com. And of course, all the money we are raising uh, goes to benefit Trillium Family Services, which provides mental health services to uh, kids and families who are at risk and, and don't often have access uh, to some of the resources uh, that they need. So, more on that at the news desk. It's Tim Riley. <laughs> In the news with Tim Riley. Lots of new breaking stories in the past few minutes. First, they found a dead body in Southeast at Southeast Knapp and uh, Mount Scott Boulevard. That's a dead body at Southeast Knapp and Mount Scott Boulevard. Our second breaking story, Tara Reid, is no longer involved with the latest American Pie sequel. She is gone. In in other news, Tara Reid is still alive and acting. In still other news, there's another American Pie sequel. Yes. In other news, what? Uh, J.P. Morgan, who borrowed uh, $25 billion from the government, they made a record-breaking profit. Therefore, their CEO says they're going to pay back that money tomorrow. Excellent. As the day after today. They're going to use a big cardboard check? I hope so. Snakes on the plane have really happened. Four baby pythons have escaped during a flight in Australia. On a plane. They grounded two plants to look for them, then they fumigated the plane. You would think at this point that that would just, I mean, just because of the pop culture saturation, that would be one of the things on the checklist. Where they go, you know, like, uh, whatever, like uh, landing gear, fluid, and the windshield, uh, you know, a cleaner, food, snakes on the plane. No, great, okay. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, thrusters or something, but apparently not. There's going to be a big rally today at Pioneer Courthouse Square. Notes off of the teabaggers today. It's for the Rip City Blazers. They're going to the playoffs, and they're going to be selling some tickets. A crowd may gather starting at noon time, but the Blazers won't be there until 2 o'clock. So it's hard to talk when you're teabagging. No, it's, uh, it's really true. Also, uh, let's not forget Keith Oberman's uh, words of advice. Fox News can't keep its uh, mouth shut about teabagging. That's absolutely So true. I have a question. Why is the Rose City called Rip City? I actually know the answer to this. This Isn't is, that a Bill Shonley thing? I was just going to say, Ed, how weird, by the way, that of the of the three people in this room, Tim Riley and I have sports knowledge on something. Well, I know something about him. Usually he sells appliances, but before that, he was doing other things. Um, I remember him as an appliance salesman. He was uh, So Bill Shonley, I think, was the one who noted that it was sort of like it's the sound when like the when the ball you know really goes through the net with great velocity, yeah. and it makes that rip sound. And I think that is, I, as I understand it, that's where that came and, from. And they recorded a song, and I heard it online. He was being interviewed by Arthur Godfrey, of all people, on Coin. Arthur which, Godfrey? Yeah, when, when they, they were both on Coin Radio, which is now AM 970, or 970.com. Did he record this song with, like, one of those, was it, like, one of those big Victrola things you had to shout into, and then it put your voice on a cylinder made of wax? Yeah, there was a song about Rip City, and it was, like, 1970, when Arthur Godfrey was still on the air here. Like, it, in my head, though, I'm picturing it as, like, one of those scratchy, uh, tinny jazz recordings where it's all... Rip City. And then there's, like, a kinescope that goes along with it. Yeah. Here's Tim Riley. 
Uh, Fox News organizes hee-haw conventions for scared white trash involving teabags nationwide. Here are some of the fine Americans who showed up. Our government's now a complete slave driver, and um, I want to see us try to get the government, uh, uh, get the people off the government plantation. God, do we have uh, and I saw this listed this morning on the audio uh, that you were preparing. D- did I read that correctly? The uh, the guy who shouted the threat. Oh, I have that about oh, yeah. Obama. Yeah, I, I haven't heard it. I just I, I saw what you said about it. So here it is. And you'll hear the threat right at the end. Then these are uh, Fox News fans. The message is very simple. We want to reform the tax code, make it simple, make it fair. And then we want government to quit spending money that that it belongs to our grandkids they're running the printing press and you don't have to know anything more than eighth grade civics and math to realize if they print 1.2 trillion dollars okay throw listen, it in the economy the that here. means the money that we've worked hard for is worth less was that this is not me saying this that, by the way that is that my was, that was someone in the crowd and there were, there were more than one was that someone in the crowd just now that sound clip the fox news fans saying uh, kill obama that's correct yeah. holy crap Wow. Okay. So that's uh, that is what Fox is. Uh, that's a bit unnerving. Is yeah. what that is. Well, and well, whatever. All right. Um, that's Fox News. They really. I. Yeah. I just. It, it, How can they act like that? I, there does uh, look. Don't get me wrong. There, 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 there is a broad swatch of America that feels that way. And I would say this. This is just my opinion. First of all, two things. One. Um, uh, lest anybody think that we're, we're making uh, light of that that just happened. We're not. Uh, it, I love uh, disagreement and discord and chaos and strife and, uh, you know, it really just uh, trouble of all kinds. I mean, really, just things that are bad, I typically love them. But there does uh, come a point where you do look around a little bit and you feel that there's a sense of national vertigo as though things are getting a bit off balance. And... Certainly, uh, there's enough of this on both sides of the aisle. I mean, obviously, when Bush was in office, there were people who were just like, he's worse than Hitler. He's the worst thing ever. He's worse than cancer. And I mean, it was just, you know, a lot of overstating. And you saw that, but it's, but I, 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 you would like to think that as things get worse for the entire country, I mean, it's just the economy just continues to, 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 to turn into the smoking husk of itself. That we would, at least for our own sense, I'm not trying to just like, we are the world, like we're all brothers under the skin, can't we just, but it's like for our own sense of self-preservation, uh, just as uh, as a presumably capitalist society, we would try to like all be kind of rowing in the same direction right now, uh, just because otherwise we're all going to end up uh, getting unemployment checks uh, from China. Uh, you know, that's just not happening, uh, apparently. And the, the other thing I would say is, I mean, that uh, when you hear guys sort of shouting things like that, I got this sense when I was uh, driving by Pioneer Courthouse Square yesterday, and I saw the crowd. And I, I'm not try, I'm not trying to paint everybody with the same brush. I'm just saying this is my read on it, and from hearing uh, some of the stuff you know said there, and hearing interviews with some of the people who were there. Don't you get the sense that it is? I, I would say that the uh, the final moments before a particular viewpoint or outlook or belief system is just completely uh, overwhelmed and eradicated, that's when that belief system fights back the most violently. And it does seem like, uh, and I do think in a weird way this is tied into stuff like uh, like the gay marriage decision in Iowa, I think is where that happened. And I think as as a certain very narrow-minded, small, but very vocal segment of the population sees what they perceive to be a better, simpler time, which of course means uh, a more intolerant, bigoted time, finally being expunged from the earth, th- that's when they become, you know, the, the most angry about it. And that's when they become the most unstable is when they see, uh, you know, it, that all well, their, their youth is over 
it is time now for somebody else's youth to change things around them. Their time is up. Therefore, they act like this. Exactly. And here's the the one final point I'll make, and then I think we've got some good news on the phones that we'll go through here. Uh, the one final point is... I saw a study the other day. They were talking about these so-called social issues, uh, which is, you know, where it's not about uh, finances as such. And it's not about defense as such, but it's about, you know, uh, it's like gay rights and prayer in schools and um, religion as a whole and a lot of the things about reproductive rights and all that stuff. And they said that almost across the board, the split on that is not male, female. It's not even like where you identify yourselves in the spectrum. It is uh, generational. Correct. It is all of those things. The gen- the dividing line is old versus young. Right. And so, of course, what you can extrapolate from that is, is that all of this sort of intolerance and a lot of the uh, prejudice and bigotry is just going to be evolved out. I mean, within a generation, it'll just be gone by simple attrition. They will be in nursing homes for yeah. the most part. I mean, yeah, bigots will either be dead or gibbering uh, more. And, you know, and they will not be replaced by new bigots. Right. Uh, and so they and I think they sense that. And, and you know, I, I was reading a story about some of these commentators and the average age of these activists who you were seeing out there or and listeners in general to that type of thing is a white B male C 67 and up. Yeah. And there are still quite a few people 67 and up leading active lives. And they still can continue to be vocal, actively hating. Yes. Uh, so, as Hal Holbrook says at the uh, at the end of the Creep Show installment, the Crate, he says, "I think at the end it began to suspect what was happening because it fought back." And I think that's what's happening to the uh, you know to the sort of uh, Archie Bunkerists yeah. of the uh, of the world. I mean, their world is just about gone. Yes, and that time will be past. Uh, let's. Uh, hello, hi. You're on the Rick Emerson Show, sir. Madam, is the case maybe? Yeah, I heard there was an opportunity to bowl for Grandmaster Suck. <laughs> I'm, uh, oh. I'm, uh, and that's not on me. That's Paddock, by the yeah, way. I'm Melly Mel's less talented uh, cousin. All right. Yeah. Yes, there is. In fact, there are two slots left. Uh, so they uh, wear one hundred and one dollars, uh, one hundred and one dollars uh, for each slot. It is going to Trillium Family Services, and it is for the Sleep Country Foster Kids Pajama Bowl, which is coming up a week from Sunday. As part of that, by the way, it's like a uh, it's like a door prize. Actually, uh, if you are on uh, Rick Emerson's uh, bowling team, Rick Emerson, me, the man on the mic, uh, will take you out uh, to lunch in my pajamas and Sarah will be there dressed normally but with a camera to photograph the event for all time so um, we uh, want to thank you for uh, joining the team uh, your name is uh, Rob yes indeed all right, Rob thank you so much now do you have a pair of pajamas that you're going to wear you're going to buy something special for this I'm going to have to go buy something special all right Sarah all right. do you have recommendations what is today's stylish man wearing when he bowls in pajamas I do not know um, I'm sure you can find something awesome at like Target or Walmart or something <laughs> Find something with flames and an eight ball. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, do that. Yeah, or maybe like a skull with a knife through it, and then like some, uh, and then like some uh, reptile wings on the side as it flies off to Valhalla. Or uh, you know, did I hear, Sarah, did you say there was some website with wacky pajamas? There is. Um, let's see, where is it? The internet's it's full of pajamas, sir. I think that's. Uh, <laughs> I think that was. Uh, that's one of the. Uh, that's one of the the axioms of if you go to technology. Jumpinjammers.com, That's J U M P I N J A M M E R Z. They have a they have a full assortment of footy pajamas. Not that I'm looking at this. Footy for pajamas. Well, I guess I'm not bowling. I'm not bowling in footy pajamas, but I guess I'm not bowling. Uh, period. So, because that's a that seems like a way to injure oneself. Footy pajamas, great. Do I get to carry a a, a nana and a bottle with me as well? That'd be fantastic. I'm not asking no, to do no. these things. I'm not I'm a guy a in the Springer show. Kind of a look for you. Please don't. I kind of want to find some giant animal head for you to wear. 
See, but that doesn't even make any sense. See, now you've just gone into a whole different area. Like of a mascot weird. head. I'm not wearing a mascot head, nor am I dressing, sir, as baby Huey. Not that we don't appreciate your taking a part in this and helping the children, but uh, nor am I dressing as little He's Lulu. One of the smokeless cigarettes, and uh, you'll be set. All right. I was about to say, your mom's a smokeless cigarette. And then I realized that doesn't make any sense. All right, my friend Rob, thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to put you back on hold. Greg Nibbler will make sure he has all your content info. Don't forget, if people want to find out more about this, they can go to KUFO.com. The Sleep Country Pajama Bowl uh, takes place a week from Sunday. It's the 26th at Big Al's uh, in Vancouver. And we are uh, playing here. We are benefiting the Trillium Family uh, Services Center. They are uh, helping uh, children and their families who need mental health services. And they are at risk and not able to use some of those resources sometimes. All right, thank you, sir. I will put you back on hold. All right. That's your letter. Thank you, my friend. Uh, and then, Greg, uh, when you're done, will you, uh, we'll talk to you on the other side. I, I think Greg has a, he has an update for us here. So Awesome. Straight ahead, Kelly Clark from the Willamette Week and more from Tim Riley. Stay there. It's the Rick Emerson Show. It's Rock 101. K-U-F-O. I want to talk to you about Secret Aardvark Abanero Hot Sauce, ladies and gentlemen, one of our proud partners here on the Rick Emerson Show. I had some last night. Uh, so I had this, it was like a kind of a southwestern uh, chicken uh, thing uh, that Lara made. And it was sort of like where half of it was like the actual chicken and then half of it went into sort of a tortilla soup uh, that was on the side. And you know, the chicken itself, she, you know, she uh, adds a, a southwestern spice to it, but it's, it's more or less neutral because she wants to be able to use it in a lot of different things, which means you can add some spice to it. And the secret aardvark habanero hot sauce is perfect because it doesn't overwhelm the flavor of the food itself. Uh, you know, it has a punch to it, it has a real kick because it is, it's habanero and it's not, it's not like a synthetic sauce. Secret aardvark is not, uh, you know, sort of, uh, you know, a, a petrochemical, uh, you know, taste to it. It's not something that is just, uh, you know, that are made in a laboratory where it's things that are supposed to taste like something else. It is all natural. It's onions, uh, it's uh, uh, tomatoes, it's habanero, it's fantastic, and it's, uh, you know, made uh, right here in Portland. The recipe is from Portland, and of course, um, the company is here in Portland as well, and they're a proud sponsor and supporter of The Rick Emerson Show. So you find out more about them at secretardvark.com with two A's. Secretardvark.com is a Caribbean and a Southwestern-inspired hot sauce. You can find it at New Seasons Markets, Portland-area Whole Foods, and then you can go to the website and find out more. If you don't see it for sale at a store, you don't see it at a restaurant, you ask them about it, and then you go to the website and you find out where it is. Secretardvark.com with two A's. Secretardvark habanero hot sauce. One sauce to rule them all. The Rick Emerson Show returns. Don't exchange blood with a hooker. Oh, that touches me. This is Rock 101 KUFO. It's the Rick Emerson Show. It's Rock 101 KUFO. Indeed, it's Thursday morning and good morning to you. Don't forget, coming up at 9 o'clock, Smells Like the 90s with our good friend Buzz. Coming up uh, within the next 15 minutes. Uh, you will hear the brand new Green Day single, Know Your Enemy, from 21st Century Breakdown, which is awesome, by the way. So that is coming up in the next 15 minutes. Before the top of the hour, we're giving away another pair of tickets to see Queensryche this Saturday at the Roseland, as well as entry for a winner and a guest to a private listener-only KUFO performance with Queensryche earlier in the day. It's going to be, I mean, it's really only like 10, 12 people. Uh, and uh, it, it's going to be uh, its going to be quite something. I saw the last time Queensryche was in town, they did a very small performance and uh, just for a handful of people, and it was, it was exceptional. So we're going to be giving away tickets to that as well as before the top of the hour. That is sponsored by Miller Lite, the best tasting light beer, triple hopped for great taste. So that is uh, coming up uh, before the program is done today. And the uh, tickets for that uh, show are available uh, now at all Tickets West outlets. Uh, before we uh, welcome Kelly Clark uh, from Willamette Week and before we find out what stories are being tracked, Greg Nibbler, can you uh, join us in the studio, please? 
If you can do that, that would be uh, wonderful. While we're waiting for Greg Miller, I'm going to read this. This is the best email. This kind of closes out the protesting thing about the, the teabag guys. Listen to this email. It says, Rick, while I didn't get to witness any of the brouhaha on Pioneer Courthouse Square, and while I avoided the uh, the news, I was riding the bus yesterday morning, and I saw about 20 people on the Burnside Bridge with some signs about taxes. I assumed it was the teabag folks, as it turned out seemed to be a little low for any protest in Portland. As I went past, ignoring their signs, I muttered to myself, there are dozens of us. Dozens! If people really want to take a stand on what they consider to be unfair taxes, how about they just don't pay them this year? That'd seem to be a more principled and tangible stand against whatever they're against, and would have the bonus of not being a juvenile sex act reference. Also, you get to go to jail like a real protester. So there you go. I can't take credit for that. That is a Chris. Well done, sir. Uh, Greg Nibbler, uh, production uh, assistant extraordinaire. Hello, sir. Uh, hello. All right. Where uh, are we with the Sleep Country Foster Kids Pajama Bowl? All right. Well, I am pleased to announce that both of your teams are full. Yeah! That's what I'm talking about right there. In your face! It only took you like an hour longer than me, Rick. That's awesome. Rick Emerson. Uh, Both teams are full. Actually, we already have two alternates as well, and uh, we need more of those, so please continue to call. Not that any of these people on our list wouldn't pay. They seem very trustworthy. They are very trustworthy people, but, you know, something comes up. Well, you know, things come up. Guy gets hit by a bus. Exactly. Uh, Exactly. All right. So, uh, yeah, if you, uh, and and we should also note, for the record, uh, if you go to KUFO.com right now, you can find out about uh, starting your own team. We get people who, you know, like their business, their workplace wants to have a team, or they just want to donate, or they want to find out how to come. Uh, watch and Trillium Family Services really is they, they are quite an organization. They are it really is uh, it really is a wonderful thing. I mean, all all kidding aside, because it's it is counseling and uh, therapy and mental health services for parents and and for whole families for kids who just are in a place um, financially uh, emotionally where they're needing that help and sometimes they can't necessarily uh, get that. So Trillium Family Services, it really is a great group of people, and that is where this money is going. So $101 from each of you. So thank you uh, from all of us, really, honestly, to thank you to everybody who has signed up. You can still call to be, uh, to be an alternate. You can uh, form your own team. You can just make a donation. You can find out about all of that at KUFO.com. And then, of course, the event itself uh, happens Sunday, the 26th at Big Al's in Vancouver. Sarah will be there. Uh, I-, I will not. I will uh, be watching the Osmonds and then uh, Britney Spears in Las Vegas. But I will be taking uh, the whole team, uh, all my team, out to lunch uh, in pajamas picked up by Sarah Dillon and then photographed. By mm-hmm. And I'm not wearing a mascot head under any circumstances. All right. Thank you Never for all your, uh, your all help. It might there, be Greg. part of the, of the pajamas. might yeah. be the hood. <laughs> That's, that's great. I want to wear something with a hood. I don't think you can do that in public anymore. I think there are laws against that. Okay. Tim Riley's working on the following headlines on this Thursday morning. A dead body has just been found at Southeast Nat and Southeast Mount Scott Boulevard. Fox News, the windbag commentators and right-wing politicians create an uproar with America's scared white trash. The Blazers will hold a rally at Pioneer Courthouse Square at noontime today. A bulletproof vest saves a Vancouver police officer in a shooting... Leverage is now being filmed in downtown Portland, and another indie film is being shot on the coast. And the Octomom wants to trademark the name Octomom. Hey, uh, just real quickly, that you said that dead body. What was the deal? Was it yesterday that there was that there was a, 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 a violence of some kind or a, a death? Am I? Are we thinking of the same thing? Are these the same story? It was breaking news yesterday? I think. No, that might have been a different dead body. Uh, let's see. No. Uh, there was a shooting in North Portland. Okay, so this is okay. So I'm this I'm conflating the that two incidents in my head. Southeast. All right, fabric uh, fabric of this society is just coming apart, Tim. Yes, it is. You know, this is all Bill Clinton's fault. Let's welcome now to the Rick Emerson Show for the Millennium Week. 
Uh, the arts and culture editor Kelly Clark. Hello. Hey, it's nice to be here. Yes, here among is it, you, here, here among, among the crazy. I was say, in yes. the studio, you are uh, you are safe from the creeping red menace, uh, Kelly, that seems to be enveloping uh, the rest of the society. But as soon as I get back out of the studio, whoosh! Oh no, it's godlessness out there. It is. It's difficult to be around. Nothing but uh, heathens and 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 communists everywhere. You but go. I've got suck to protect me in here, right? The power. <laughs> the power of power suck. of suck. <laughs> <laughs> Moving forward, less about that, more about uh, sometimes uh, there's a, like a, a sort of sheen of um, there's a sheen of kind of uh, subtlety about some of the things you're talking about where there's like a theme, there's art or there's uh, there's the pursuit of uh, perhaps uh, theatrical knowledge or music or wrapping oneself in the aesthetic of performance. This you're really just here to talk about eating yeah, today. Just gorging, stuffing your face with delicious cheap food. Which awesome. to be honest is kind of my favorite thing. Which so. is fantastic. And I do have to thank you, by the way, uh, for I think you inadvertently turned my wife onto one of the best foods. It was that it's that uh the potato I, thing? N- see that there's that too, the the potato champion, but then there was that uh food cart and it's I, I the only way I can describe it is it's like a fritter, but it's filled with this like f- fantastic Italian. It's like prosciutto and like Italian. Oh, are you talking about Garden State? Yes. The rice balls. Yes. Yes. That yes. The risotto balls. Wonderful. That's actually one of the carts. We are doing a huge food cart festival this weekend. Oh. It's called Eat Mobile. It's the second one we've done. It's going to be at Destructo this Saturday, uh, the 18th, and Garden State's going to be there. It we is. Have-, have you have you tried uh, no. these? No. This is like, oh. this is not like a paid it will rock your world. Plug. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. This, I'm just saying this because it's true. <laughs> They are unbelievable. Um, it's like a. This sounds. This makes it sound so much different than it really is. But okay, you know, like a fried cheese stick or whatever. Mm-hmm. Imagine if it wasn't a fried cheese stick. It was like a fried cheese ball. But imagine that it's unbelievably great, wonderful cheese, and then it is also filled with uh, like this. Is like I think one of them had prosciutto, and it's like basil and uh, cilantro, and it's like an, it's so it's like a miniature Italian meal baked inside a ball of cheese. <gasps> yep. It is so freaking that good. That sounds amazing. It is exactly. it's unbelievable. So Garden State's going to be there, and I don't know if they'll be sampling those, but they'll probably have them for sale as well. We've got more than 15 carts right now. I think we might be up to 18. All these food carts all in one place. You know, Willamette Week is all about food carts. We're telling you all the time about different carts to go to. Instead of you having to go and run out to different parts of the city to go visit them, we're bringing them all to one place this Saturday. So for 5 bucks, you get to taste test 15, 16, 17 carts. I think how many ever we can pack into Disjecta. And uh, then there's going to be live music. We're going to do a little contest where we judge the best, uh, the cutest cart, you know, the best entree, all that kind of good stuff, the cheapest meal. So I can just walk in a circle and, and eat, right? Yes. It, a- really, if you close your eyes, you will bump into food and it will probably fall in your mouth. Nice. So there's and beer be and there's a bunch of like little snacky foods everywhere. Tons of snacky That's foods. Heavens. Yeah. So from 530 to about eight, you can do all the samples. It's just five bucks and you can eat as many samples as you want, as many times as you want. So I it's not it. like somebody's like stamping your hand and going like, okay, you've had your rice ball. Now you can only have your bit of hot dog. Oh no. You can just go back over and over again, I'm grab there. another beer, you know, to rest and all then right. come back for it. And it's all goes, all of the proceeds go to Mercy Corps Northwest. A, so talk about another great nonprofit it's just in the town. giving show today. I know. You know, it's, <laughs> you know, truly this is an event. I mean, there's shows that care and there's shows that don't go. Care, exactly. I mean, I, uh, this, I have to say this, um, how do I how do I put this? There are certain um, food events and gatherings mm-hmm. that happen in in our fair city that maybe uh, always seem like they're going to be a lot uh, uh, better than they really are. And uh, I I have to actually have to credit Mark Aceto for making part of this observation uh, uh-huh. to me yesterday. He noted that if you go to some of the culinary uh, gatherings that happen, 
The problem is you go there thinking you're going to try like a hundred different restaurants. Sure. But the thing is, they're all just serving like regular full portions. And it's like you get like maybe one of those. I mean, unless you're really just like going to jam food into your mouth with a plunger, you come away kind of unsatisfied because you only ever really get to try like one place and then maybe part of another one. This, though, um, you know, this is what that should be. Yeah. And, and that's something we talked about a lot when we started this. I mean, we were all obsessed with food carts. It's a ton of different kinds of food. Some of them are run by ex chefs. Some of them are run by new immigrants who are sort of introducing Portland to their food. I mean, at this, at this Eat Mobile, you can try Soup Cycle, which is a pair of guys who ride around and deliver soup to your door and they make homemade soups. You can try their soups. Righteous. You can try homemade ice cream from Junior Ambassador. He makes all sorts of crazy ice creams. He makes like peanut butter brickle and then smokes salmon ice cream and vegan coconut ice cream. So no matter what kind brickle. of person you are, you can have some of his ice cream. And then we've got Los Gordidos. So you can try a little bit of their tortas. I mean, it is a fabulous, you know, multicultural right, you global to, smorgasbord. You have it's to stop. So awesome. You have to seriously. I'm. I, I can't leave this room for like another twenty minutes. You have to quit I'm talking so now. No, I'm. That's no. I've got more to talk about about food. But and it's only five bucks. I guess we we tried really hard on this. You know, it's a fiver, and you get more food than you can possibly ever eat. Ugh. It's really cool. It's one of my favorite things we do so all year long. A giant empty purse. I mean, not that you would. Anything. <laughs> it Empty won't, pockets. you know. <laughs> bring an no, overcoat lined with saying, plastic. I'm just like, if there are snacks, then perhaps maybe you can just like, you, you know, know, stuff but a couple But it's one of those later. things that after you eat for a couple hours, it's like your stomach expands. And then we open it up after eight o'clock that you, you know, say you really fell in love with Flavor Spot. We've talked about Flavor Spot before. Oh, yeah. The waffle cart. Well, mm. they're going to be there. And after eight o'clock, they will sell full portions. A lot of them will. Oh. They'll still do some samples. So say you've sampled and sampled and your stomach has expanded and you've gone food crazy. You're food mad. Then you can go plop your, you know, your another five bucks down and get a full portion. You can get an Allengart's, you know, bratwurst. You Seriously, can get, you can get the three G Canadian ham, maple bacon. Oh, gorgeous waffle can deliciousness! I, look, look, you damn woman. The only oh. thing in the vending machine here is Junior Mints. So you, you don't I have my, Junior Mints. I had my breakfast of wheat thins this morning. <laughs> Dude, um, Junior Mints are actually the best box a, candy ever. I had a stale macaroon that I found in the drawer <laughs> of my desk. Oh, wow. Because I, I, you thought so much more of me before this. This my Stop estimation. <laughs> I've plunged in your eyes. All right. It is the Rick Emerson Show. It's Rock 101 KUFO. We're now going to take Caller 10, by the way, uh, for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Queensryche this Saturday at the Roseland, as well as entry to a, a private acoustic performance that they are going to be uh, putting on for just a handful of people. Uh, for a, uh, It's a KUFO exclusive that they're going to be doing. So you will win entry uh, to that as, uh, uh, as well as a guest and a pair of tickets to see them at the Roseland. Tickets on sale now at all Tickets West Outlets. And, of course, the uh, private performance sponsored by Miller Lite. So we'll take Caller 10 right now at 503-733-2970 for your chance at those Queens Ride tickets. It is the Rick Emerson Show. It's Rock 101 KUFO. Thank you for coming by. Coming up at 9 o'clock, it is Smells Like the 90s with our friend Buzz. Mere moments from now, you will hear the dulcet tones of Tim Riley as he gives you news. And we will uh, wrap things up with Kelly Clark from the Willamette Week. All right, it is time to uh, go to the phones here as we endeavor to give away a pair of tickets to Queensryche this Saturday, the 18th of Roseland. Uh, tickets at Tickets West uh, outlets right now and an entry for uh, you and a guest to a private listener-only performance by the band earlier in the day, sponsored by Miller Lights. All right. Uh, hello, who might this be? Rick, this is Paul. Hello, Paul. How are you today? Good. How are you doing? I am uh, doing splendidly, my friend. Are you a Queensryche fan? I, I am. I uh, would say my trivia is probably going to be, uh, well, I'll do my best. Your trivia food may or may not be strong. All right. Yeah, we'll find out. Your How much coffee I have this morning? Not enough. All right. Uh, so, uh, Paul, you will have the option here. You can either answer this yourself or you can have Sarah Dillon answer it for you. Oh, God. Here is your question. <laughs> 
On Queensryche's 2006 release, Operation Mindcrime 2, what legendary metal vocalist played the role of Dr. X? Oh, Sarah. Oh, God. I don't God. know if you can help me out on this one. It's someone that Sarah loves. Dio. Yes. Well, yes. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. For the win. It's like a three from that the buzzer. All right, excellent. Sarah, you're my hero. No problem. Paul, you're going to see Queensryche this Saturday, and you're going to a, a private listener-only performance earlier in the day, sponsored by Miller Lite. Triple hop for great taste. All right, well done, uh, Sarah, and you for knowing what you didn't know, as Socrates would say. I'll put you on hold. Greg Nibbler will get your information. Thank you, sir. This is Tim Riley. <laughs> In the news with Tim Riley. The Blazers are having a big rally at Pioneer Courthouse Square at noontime today. Then they're going to sell tickets. Then they're making it to the playoffs. Other news. Fox News organizes these hee-haw conventions for scared-to-death white trash involving tea bags. This happened <laughs> nationwide. Their biggest fear is a white man is no longer in the White House. No. I think I have to weigh into this point and say that I am afraid that our news... Am I giving slanted news? I don't think am this Am I telling is... untruths? St- well, I didn't say that. I think I th- you may be biased. Strictly speaking, this doesn't sound objective, Tim. And I, for one... Wait, hold on. I, for one... I have used many angles of objectivity to determine this. <laughs> I have to say, Tim, that your it's news like is appalling and absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. How so? I don't know. We're uh, trying to play that's something. What I was, that's, no, no, no. I was reading. Uh, I was reading something. So okay. I, uh, I just, I want to be on the lookout for any sort of yellow journalism. That I mean, many same Ooh, comments like have been made in the past twenty-four hours. Our government's now a complete slave driver, and um, I want to see us try to get the government, uh, uh, get the people off the government plantation. Oh well, see now, having heard that, I think we've been uh, we've been too harsh, Tim. I didn't realize uh, that there was such. They a... were speaking such such logic. I didn't know that there were such well reasoned arguments out there. Is the government plantation like the Victory Garden? <laughs> it's less fun. No, oh, okay. That very well could be. Uh, a lazy airline passenger urinates on another passenger. <laughs> And uh, these Humpty Dumpty passengers are not going to be charged with two seats if they're flying American <laughs> Airlines. Is that being biased? This just in, colossal fat asses has to pay their share. Well, I could talk about the Russian cannibal, but I might have to say that for another day. The, lo- the food lines are getting just too long outside Russia's supermarkets. And maybe following on the heels of uh, Kelly's uh, exotic uh, food extravaganza. Oh, I was going to say that might be the only thing that I didn't... Find sold in Portland at Russian weird, yeah, Russian, <laughs> well, can, well, yeah, Russian cutlets. Well, give them time. <laughs> be the guest of honor at next week. So They're an industrious people. Week. All right, uh, we'll uh, we'll be back to wrap things up uh, after this. It's the Rick Emerson Show, <laughs> and quite frankly, we don't believe it ourselves. Uh, back after this, it's Rock One Hundred One KUFO. Don't go anywhere. We now enter the saddest part of the broadcasting day, the final segment of the Rick Emerson Radio Show. Join us tomorrow when our guests will include Aaron Duran from geekinthecity.com. He'll be reviewing Crank 2. By the way, i got to say, the, uh, so we got a, a big box of Crank 2, uh, like merchandise and swag and so forth, dropped off yesterday. Uh, Crank 2 High Voltage, I believe, is, uh, is what it's called. And it is uh, awesome. Uh, it has a huge pair of jumper cables, uh, among other things, because there's a whole sequence of the movie where they put the jumper cables on his tongue. So Aaron Duran will be reviewing that film tomorrow. Uh, we'll also talk to Mr. Skin from MrSkin.com. Uh, Tim Riley, what were today's biggest headlines? The Blazers are having a big pep rally beginning at noontime today at Pioneer Courthouse Square. Uh, Tina is stabbed to death by a Los Angeles woman in a wheelchair. And the Octomom wants to trademark the name Octomom. Fantastic. Kelly Clark from uh, Willamette Week, thank you for uh, joining us. Oh, thanks. Uh, thanks for letting me be here. How I, can I compare with those headlines, really? I Really, there's... Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, we are all in the shadow of, uh, of the news department. It uh, <laughs> looms large like a big looming thing. Way to go out strong. Thanks. That's what I do. Hey. Dialogue supply by Aaron Sorkin. Oh, and I'm not going to be Bye. here tomorrow. Remember? Damn, oh, we, need more, we need a longer show. We need more time. <laughs> uh, all right. We want to thank everybody, 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 everybody who uh, joined Sarah's team uh, or my team for the Sleep Country. Thank Foster you, Kids you. Pajamable, really, honestly. And you will find out more at KUFO.com. Be listening throughout the day. We're going to be uh, raising money for the uh, Sleep Country Foster Kids Pajamable. So thank you all very much. We want to thank uh, everybody who was on the show today. Uh, you know the rest. Do it in your head, uh, friends and neighbors. And we will see you all tomorrow. Smells like the 90s is next with Buzz. It is April 16th, 2009. And that is The Frequency. Kenneth, uh, thanks for listening. And be safe. See you tomorrow. Bye. Ma, ma, ma.